Welcome to the Evening Tea. This is Zachary Bear, your host. Today I have my guest with me, Casey. How are you, Casey? Good, how are you doing? Doing good. Good. And Corbin is also here with us. As usual. <laughs> per the usual. <laughs> so we're just going to get to know Casey today. Yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> I guess. I have a lot. <laughs> so, Casey... How's life been treating you since I last saw you? Uh, it's been treating me pretty good for the most part. You know, just normal life stuff. Up That's and down good. and all around, kind of like a roller coaster. That's good. We've known each other almost three years now, I think. It's like 2016 when I actually met you. Yeah, right around 2016. Yeah. Mid-16, probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah coming yeah. up. Yeah, about three years. <laughs> wow, it's been a long time. I feel like it was like a year. Maybe two. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, I guess. <laughs> so how old are you, Casey? Uh, I'm 22, turning 23 in a long time. So Gosh, I'm so, young. You're such a youngin. Yeah, I'm real young. Uh, you couldn't even buy alcohol when I first met you. No, but I still drank it. <laughs> i know remember our christmas party we had yeah kind of is that when i put the high heels on and was walking around the house <laughs> your pink stilettos yes that and was... you had the you had the red onesie on yeah i remember that kind of like it was yesterday almost that was pretty funny that was pretty fun that was a fun night yeah a lot of our parties that we had though were fun i think they were always they were always pretty legit yeah, we never really had any problems either. That was the good the good part about all of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's because we had good people that we invited, so... Yeah, and all the bad people left, so... Nothing got no, nothing ever got too crazy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good thing. So how did you guys meet? Um, We met through a mutual friend that we had. Well, it was it was a friend of mine... That I had known for a couple years, since 2015. So, like, a year and a half prior. And then they ended up moving. We all lived in in, a, in an apartment. Was... Me and this... You know Cody. Yeah. Yeah, so we all lived in an apartment in Midvale. And then I left the apartment. And later that year, they left and went to this house. And I was actually living back with... Um, some longtime family friends. They're like relatives almost because I've known them since I've been six. And so I was living with her and then shit got crazy there and I needed a place to go. And this was when I actually started working at Willis Towers. So it was probably July. And I was like, I need a place to go. And I was on the sets team actually <laughs> when all this happened. And she or Cody ended up texting me that later, like right before, like 20 minutes before I got off work and was like, hey, yeah, you can come over here. I have another room, blah, 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 this and that. And they had originally gotten the house with Casey, um, him, his ex, which was Cody's sister. And then Cody's mom, I think, was, wasn't she, she there? She lived there for a little bit, not very long. Yeah. She moved. But. And and Cody's fiance yeah and so was yeah Skyler there at that time too or did no, he move in later no Skyler moved in probably august oh, that's or right. september he moved in a little bit later 
And then all of a sudden, you guys came back. Mm-hmm. And he, no. That's when we moved up to Heber. That's right. Me yeah. And, me and the ex moved up to Heber, and then we came back because a bunch of shit happened down there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been... <laughs> Good days. <laughs> it's been a crazy time. How long did we live together for? It was almost a year, wasn't it? Yeah. Well... Overall. No, because... we were upstairs, and then we ended up... Me and the ex moved downstairs, and you took the room that we were in. Well, I had already moved into that room. Oh, that's right. And then we went downstairs... And then Skylar... When he was in the living room downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skylar was getting ready to move out to go with his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Mandy's brother, Skylar. Um, he he was getting ready to go move out with his mom, and so he moved out into the living room, and then they came back. But you guys didn't even really stay all that long because of the whole drama with. Yeah, that's right. We were there like two two more months, and then we moved to the apartment. Mm-hmm. So that's right. We probably didn't even live together for six months. Yeah, no. I mean, it felt like a while. It did. But yeah, then all that drama broke out, and fucking, it just got too wild. It got too crazy. You know, from last time I heard, he was still going through all that. Um, I think he's done now. He uh, he got um let go from it and everything. They they finally because I wasn't gonna testify against him because it was all bullshit. You know what happened, and so I wasn't testifying. And then the ex pretty much said that she wasn't going to do anything either so they dropped everything and and he he is still in military and stuff with a good status yeah it's really good it's good if that's the case because i mean being part of the military even though it's a weekend warrior kind of a situation that's still military well he's and he's full um army now he went active duty he's active duty from last i heard yeah after after all that happened, he he was done fucking around, I guess, and ended up going active duty. Huh. That that's last I heard. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You lose. I mean, people I still talk to people. I still talk to a couple of people in uh, in his unit. So, a couple of the friends that I made while I was living there. Yeah, I, I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, tell me what you do with your life, Casey. Like, what do you do for work? Um, right now, I actually just got fired from one of my jobs. So <laughs> I am now a full-time clown at a haunted house um, and a Red Bulls. And what haunted house is this? Uh, Castle of Chaos. I love that place. So they're open year-round? Yeah, we yeah. do Friday night haunts. I just found out, too. I just found out that they were open year-round. Yeah, we do Friday night, and then once a month we do um, our level 5 event overnight. It's like 10 o'clock at night. To And what does the level 5 explain? So without giving out too much of it, because anybody that's going to listen to this can come find out on their own. But um, it's an overnight event, so it's about 10, 11 o'clock at night to six seven o'clock the next morning and an easy way to put it is it's mock torture on everybody you know we have six or seven different rooms that we so can it's hands-on it's full hands-on um castle of chaos we have level normal level one through four so our level one is a monster be gone so you know little kids adults whoever you may be hold a glow stick out in front of you and the monsters will 
either make fun of you if you're a full-grown adult walking through. But most of the time, we we just kind of stay away from the little kids. Um, you know, I give a lot of respect to little kids that come through haunted houses, even oh, if I'd they be are fucking with them. <laughs> and and we do, you know, we we have a big we have a big saying that when somebody comes through, they're just a chicken nugget. If they're level one, they're just a little chicken nugget, and that's that's a pretty big thing. But we have our level two, which is a normal haunt, just a basic walk through. You know, we'll scare you, we'll get in your bubble, but we can't touch you. Um, our level three. So is, that's like basic Halloween kind of haunted houses. Yeah, that's any haunted house normal that you go th- go to. Is it the same? the same area it's just that everyone is a different uh like a different level of um i guess tolerance to that that they, mm-hmm. they've agreed to mm-hmm. yeah so we can have you know a group of six people come through and three of them might be level two and the other two might be level three and then we have one person or whatever that's a level four how do you know do they have different like so the level one will hold a glow stick right out in front of them a level two doesn't have anything any glow sticks, nothing on a level three will have a glow bracelet. And then our level fours wear a glow necklace. So that's how you know who Mm -hmm. you can fuck with. Yeah, exactly. And, um, we also have our level five that come through during the haunt as well. During season, uh, Friday, Saturday nights, it's not as intense as our, our off season level five. It's not an overnight, obviously it's still a normal haunt, but they do get, get messed with a lot more. Um, and they'll they'll have a glow necklace on, but it has bracelets around the necklace, so it has like two or three different ones. So we know how many times we've level fived them. Yeah, that'll be that's something that's cool. I mean, and how long have you been working with the haunted house? Uh, this will be my second year coming into Castle. I worked for um, Haunted Forest before that for a year, so I'm going in three years to haunted to to. Is it Haunted Forest in Murray? It's an American Fork. Oh. What was it? Remember, remember when, uh, I don't know, you're probably too young for this, but um, there was years ago when uh, Wheeler Farm used to be a haunted house. Yeah, I remember Wheeler Farm. Do you remember Rocky Point? Rocky Point was the mm-hmm. shit. That was like the biggest one of Utah for fucking Yeah, ever. Rocky Point. Yeah. Haunted house. Um, Wheeler Farm, I remember a little bit. I was young, but I... That, that's what used to be called the Haunted Forest, I think. Was that Wheeler Farm? could have been. Yeah. Because there's the Haunted Forest that's in American Fork and then Haunted Hollow that's in Layton, and it's the same owner. Um, so he has those two haunted houses. I don't think Wheeler Farm does haunted houses anymore. No. They might have like a little kid pumpkin patch walkthrough, but I don't know if they even do that anymore. So, so level five overnights, $50. For now, yeah. Until we, wow. until we can. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you're in there for eight to ten hours. That's yeah. that's ten bucks an hour. That's pretty. It's pretty worth it. Um, we also pay, we have pay fifty dollars to get tortured. Yeah, and and I mean, we have people that fly in out of state to come do it. We just mm-hmm. had f- five people our last overnight. So beginning of March, I think. And are you involved in that? Yeah. So you get to torture people? Yeah. So what, so what, what's the craziest <laughs> thing that you've been able to do? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if I can say it gives out a lot. Um, oh, trust me. People, there's, there's these kind of haunted houses all over the place. 
the craziest thing I've done. I mean, we smack people around a lot. Like I'd be like, oh, yeah, daddy, do that again. <laughs> oh, fuck. You think that until you're in there doing it. I mean, we've, I've, I've had people fully break down, cry, and piss themselves. Um, just simply golden by showers. Hey, exactly. Golden <laughs> showers. I mean, it, it's intense. People look at it and they're like, you know, it, it can't be that bad. Cause I know I'm not going to die, but it's the fact of, we put people into a betray betrayal factor, which false hope is the worst for everybody. You, you get into any area of the world and you get false hope. You get those friends out there. That, oh, is that what you were telling me about in the car? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, false hope is just, it's a big thing for everybody. You know, I don't want to go through it, and I know somebody else doesn't want to. So you look at your own fears, and when you ask somebody what's your biggest fear, they're thinking spiders, snakes, the dark, you know, shit like that doesn't matter in there. Yeah, I it's don't dark. fear anything. You think that. <laughs> Um, it's, it's just that, you know, a big fear even of mine is betrayal. Like I was saying, you know, you have people like your own family, for instance, you're, you might be really close with your mom or your dad and they turn around and do something just fucking asinine. And you're like, it's, it's a big slap in the face. And that's what we do. There is, we don't do, we're not like McCamey Manor for anybody listening. We're not like McCamey Manor. We do not fucking beat the shit out of you. Um, we do a lot of psychological, if that's the right word. We mess with your head a lot. We bring into, like, we get pictures of your driver's license and send it around, and we know where you live, and we tell you things like that. And the guy that came in from California, I found out his flight information, so I went to him and told him, you're on flight number through Delta, and it leaves at 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, I fucking canceled it, and you're here with us for ever you're not making it out and and going to somebody that doesn't know that you know their information it scares the fuck out of them most of the time oh <laughs> uh, that's funny when you get pictures of their houses we'll google, google pictures of their houses whether it's theirs or a lot of people are like oh jokes on you that's my mom's house on like her address yeah but at that point, we're still going to go murder your family. And people look, get <laughs> they get worried about it because they don't know if we're actually psycho enough to do that. Like, we've been torturing them all night. They don't know if we're going to go off the deep end and go finally find them. <laughs> but it's also good because at the end of it, when it's all over, we all go out there in character and kind of explain to them, like, this is who we are. We're not actually crazy. Like, we are, but we're not. And this is who we are and we talk to them and and find out you know certain things like what their favorite part was what what can we do to make it better and spank me next time yeah <laughs> different yeah. kind of house <laughs> welcome to my house bitch. i'd be like i thought i signed up for a kinky tour like what the fuck is this all about <laughs> yeah the kinky part of it's funny because so do they get to leave like if they if it becomes too much for them, are they allowed to just quit and give up? Yeah, so we have a safe word. Um, Mr. Peabody is our safe word, so they have to they have to say Mr. Peabody from the clue. <laughs> <laughs> and without giving up too much information, if there it happens to be something in your mouth at that point in time, they have to shake their hands and so that we can see them to know that they're they're done. And at that point, we give them 
the option, okay, do you want a, a two-minute cooldown and go back into the haunt, or are you completely done? If they say they're completely done, we strongly recommend you don't leave because at that point you're pretty... What's a good word for it? You're pretty... It's the adrenaline. Yeah, you're you're messed up at that point. It's like driving drunk. Don't <laughs> Don't try to drive home. You can stay here and sleep, and we won't mess with you, but... If you want to go home, then we let them leave. It's just the safety factor, you know? Yeah. But once they leave and if they get in a car accident and they die, they can't bring it back on us. They signed a waiver and at that point they're off premises. So it's That's pretty, crazy. It's well, pretty Corbin, fun, do you see that in your future? I'm not a big uh, haunted house guy. Um, like it's all right, but I like escape rooms more. So when you said the overnight thing, I was wondering if that was the escape room, but I just looked it up. It looks like the escape room's completely different. So we do right. have escape rooms there. Um, mm -hmm. Our level five, our overnight actually starts in an escape room. Oh, really? So we do in a level a level five escape room, which you're going through the escape room, but at the same time, there's people trying to you have with you. Yeah, you have our monsters in there trying to get information out of you because I can't tell you what exactly it is, but we give you a card at the beginning that has an address on it and like a code in in a sense you pretty much robbed a bank you got away with it successfully you went to a bar to celebrate with your friends but you don't trust anybody so you hid your money somewhere in a box that the the lock that's on it is indestructible nobody can break it so nobody can break into your money, and the only way you can get to it is knowing that address. So mm -hmm. us as monsters come in, and we try to get the address, the combination. We try to get all this out of you because we came That's in. Muggles. <laughs> she likes to join us sometimes. <laughs> but we, we came in the bar, our serial killer, because it's a serial killer escape room. Our serial killer came into the bar and drugged your, your drink. You ended up passing out, you and all of your friends, and we handcuffed you and bagged you and brought you back here. And now we're trying to get information because you just stole millions and billions of dollars. Millions we, and billions? Millions, billions, trillions, <laughs> whatever. However, however much money you may have just stole from this bank, we want it. And we're going yeah. gonna to do anything we can. But if you can go through the whole escape room giving us little to no information, you win points. Those points don't mean fuck really but it's a good way to push people to see how long they can go without giving us information i'd be like i trust nobody so and it, that that's a good way to think but when you have i'd be like if you get naked then i'll tell you, you. <laughs> don't put it past us <laughs> It's funny because we have people coming in saying stuff like that, like, oh, if you do this, I'll give you this piece of information. It's like, no, you're fucking handcuffed to a wall on a chain. You're not going anywhere, so I'll just let you sit here and suffer and, and whatever you may have. <laughs> it, it's fun, though. Anybody, I would strongly recommend not to do it, honestly. But if you have that, that will about you, then come through and do it because it's... And come through our... Um, our escape rooms that we have at Castle of Chaos, we have we have airsoft wars that we do in there. Like people can sign up for airsoft wars, and you do a big airsoft war through the whole haunted house. Um, we do shit. We have so much, so much 
going on there, not just our haunted house, which right now we have yearly, every Friday night. So do you just work Fridays right now? Right now, yeah. Because um, you got fired from your construction yeah, I job. I fucking suck and got fired. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the car earlier and he was all telling me, yeah, I got sick and I texted him, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't come in today. And they were like, just don't worry about coming at all. Yeah, they like, don't worry yeah. about coming back. And then I got into a car accident heading to work because I was like, that's why I texted him because I got <laughs> sick and ended up waking up late. So I texted him, I was like, hey, I'm on my way. And he's like, okay, we'll see you shortly. And then I got into an accident on my way to work. Of course, that had fucking happened. Monday morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, I fucking got into an accident and texted him. I was like, hey, I can't come in. Like, I just got into an accident. And he was like, yeah, I don't fucking worry about coming in then. Like, And so I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> yours is a little different, Zach. Mine's very different, though. Yeah, yours is Mine's very different. Very different. I'm going to get fired from the haunted house now. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to hey. be like, you released too much information. <laughs> Not if you drum, drum up business. Exactly. And that that's, you know, honestly, like I said, I, I would recommend you not to do it if but we have people that come in we've had big dudes like six seven six eight 350 pounds try to come through and they don't make it through and people i can talk about it all i want but nobody knows the real experience until they go through it and then at that point they have a lot of respect or they hate us at the end and if they hate us then we did our job right <laughs> muggles no no, Muggles is over here like, I want to talk. <laughs> yeah, there's another dog barking somewhere. Oh, uh, and she can hear it? Uh-huh. Dang. It sounds like a yapper, too. I think I can hear it. Yeah. I can't uh, hear it. It sounds in the hallway to me. It sounds like it's in the hallway. Oh, now I can hear it. Yeah. I think it, up, it's dog. a little yapper. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a shih tzu. Oh, gosh. That sounds exciting, though. Yeah, it's pretty... Like, I'd recommend everybody to come through the haunted house, though. It's really good. I mean, it's only three quarters of the haunt right now, um, just because, like I said, we have so much. So what much... is three quarters? Like, wh how how long is that? Um, it takes you, well, depending on how long, because we, with, we're still trying to get the off-season stuff going through right now, um, or like ramping it up i guess so i mean we're pretty steady in a night but if there's people we don't have people signed up for two hours we'll keep you in there for like 30 minutes just to have fun and sometimes we'll even do a free bounce back so you you pay your money to go through it once you pay your 10 13 whatever it is to go through it once and then you get out and we'll be like you want to go through for free again because we're slow and we you know and most people do it i mean a free free haunted house on a friday night why yeah. not according to the website it's 20 minutes for the haunted house i was gonna say and about is, 15 20 where minutes. is this located at it's in midvale it's midvale um i think it's like eight thousand south and state street somewhere right around there okay, okay. And it, it's right like right dead center between 72 and 90th yeah just 70, right on state 79 to 80 south state street yeah okay Yep, there's a there's an old bowling alley that's right behind it that just got shut down and and so there's also a bar not a bar um a grill a barbecue grill right next door called Bumblebee's that if anybody wants to go to it's really good <laughs> and you know this yeah <laughs> I've ate there a few times 
Corbin has had some good barbecue recently. Hmm. Yeah, I spent two weeks in Texas for work um, fairly fairly recently. And what's nice is that on you know the per diem you just go eat up all all different types of barbecue. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I know, it's I'm, good to travel for work for sure. I love on Texas. his Snapchat. He was he posted this thing. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it was a beef rib. So beef rib is massive. It's like the length of like uh, probably from your elbow to the end of your end of your arm, mm-hmm. um, and just thick. Yeah, with with riding bulls, I've been in Texas. Through, I've been through Texas a lot riding bulls, so I I know a lot of places. And I I traveled for work too. I was a pilot car driver for heavy um, or oversized loads. And <laughs> shut up, Zach. He's over there giving me a look. Um, you can't say anything about loads or anything. No, you can't say anything about. It. <laughs> Fuck. But um, doing doing that, I've I've gone east coast to west coast and just everywhere i mean i've been 48 different states probably if not more Damn. so i did that for a little and while only 23 yeah 22 wow i started that when i was 18 did that for about a year so in that year i was home over i was there for i think almost exactly a year in that year i was probably home for Gosh, he didn't I'd have say like jobs 45 days since I've known him. <laughs> I just, I haven't found my, what I want to do. Um, I was supposed to play baseball and that's where I was, that's where I was dedicated to all throughout high school. I mean, I had three scholarships. Um, and what er- happened with those? Some shit happened in school. Um, so I liked alcohol and I liked tobacco. And so <laughs> a kid got jealous and ended up telling the school that I was doing tobacco on school grounds and everything. And that was my junior year of high school right after baseball season and ended up getting me kicked off of baseball my senior year for the whole year. So Ew, what a punk. Yeah, I was, I had Arizona state that I was going to go play baseball for. I had Dixie and I had the U wanted me to come play baseball full ride for him and starting catcher my freshman year and ended up losing all that. So you know, through high school, I didn't think, what do I want to do for a career? I was going straight for baseball and I was right. supposed to be, I was supposed to be professional right now and just lost all that. So I guess you can't back to the betrayal thing. You can't trust people you thought were friends, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, did you ever see Cat Williams stand up comedy where he starts talking about that? Yeah. I love Cat Williams. Like, he's just like, basically like, um, I'm not saying that you can't trust anybody. I'm just saying, can't nobody be trusted? Exactly. And then, <laughs> and then he talks about having the only only friends you can trust are your white friends. They'll always be there. You call them, and they'll be there instantly, <laughs> and they'll be just as mad as you. Like, yeah, exactly. what did he get arrested for? Yep. Murder. <laughs> yeah, I know he wouldn't do that. I've known him a week, and I know he wouldn't have done that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Cat Williams is funny. He is. I like him. He's hilarious. Gosh. And so how long have you worked for the haunted house? You just asked me that. Did I? Yeah. This will be my second year at Castle and I worked <laughs> a year at Haunted Forest. <laughs> That's um, great. Which one do you like better? Castle. Castle by Chaos. Far. Um, haunted Forest just didn't get, have good management and leadership behind it. And Castle of Chaos is a big family. I work for a couple of places like that. Yeah couple of them. I've worked for a couple, too. 
<laughs> my most recent and the one before. <laughs> I can imagine your lawyer right now saying, Zach, stop. <laughs> just, I didn't say who up, it was. Zach, just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't get into lawyers. too much of that because this is an ongoing issue. So you know, Apparently it's illegal to talk about shit. So. Apparently. Apparently, you know, I mean, even when you didn't do something... <laughs> Yeah. You still get in trouble for it. It's so. 2019, and everybody's a bunch of snowflakes. So. They are, you know. People we're gonna are have ridiculous. the FBI calling us here shortly. Like, you better uh, fucking quit. They're gonna come. They're gonna pop through on his Alexa over there and yeah, exactly. freaking <laughs> tell us to shut up. She came on. She was listening to See? us. <laughs> they're on to us already. I got an Alexa show for Christmas. Um, my mom got us all the the siblings one for Christmas and. I don't know if you guys know a lot about the shows, but it has a screen on it so you can like FaceTime and everything with whoever has this Alexa. And we all opened it and all of us were a little freaked out. We're like, Mom, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you getting us this? And she's like, Well, what do you mean? And we're like, The FBI watches that shit. Like, and she's like, No, it doesn't. So we started pulling up Facebook and everything we'd started talking about showed up on Facebook. And she's like, Oh, hell no. So she went and got a little clip for the camera. So it goes over the camera. So, like, people can't see in through the camera. And so she got a little freaked out about that. You know, Facebook listens, right? Oh, yeah. Everything listens. Like, uh, and I didn't realize that. And I didn't believe it until probably about last year. Um, remember, remember Tyler at the New Year's party? Yeah. So he was talking about getting some security cameras for his house. He's like, oh, yeah, I need, I'm trying to look into getting to some, some security cameras, blah, blah, blah. And we were just talking. Ten minutes later, he goes and opens up his Facebook, and there's ads for security cameras from Amazon. And <laughs> Yeah, we were talking about Applebee's one night. Um, and, you know, we were like, well, where do you guys want to go eat? And we all decided, we're like, oh, Applebee's, that'll be pretty cool. You know, let's go there. And so I go to get on Facebook, do my norm, check it, see what see what everybody's up to. And and coupons started showing up for Applebee's. And I was like, what the fuck? Started getting a little worried, you know? I actually Googled it. I actually Googled it one day and was like, why, do, why is it, how did I put it? Why is it that when I say something, Facebook pops up with an ad of what I've, what yeah. I've, what I've talked Everything. about or something? And it tells you why. Like, Facebook listens to your conversation it's a little fucking freaky if you think about it and it's it's been happening a lot lately like and like you said i don't think i realized it until like the last probably year six months to a year is when i started realizing that shit was popping up on facebook all the time about what i was talking about and i was like what the hell so nobody's <laughs> ever off the off the map you can try but yeah we live in a time right now where it's just you couldn't be a serial killer if you wanted if you wanted to. You'd like, have to be damn good. Yeah, like, I mean they all the traffic cameras now yeah. that they have, they can see you. I mean ATMs that are going by. I mean yeah. I watch I watch the Crime Channel, so oh, yeah. <laughs> I see how they they catch people. I watch NCIS. I know. I'm guessing the only way to truly ever get away with something is if you didn't live in the city. And even then, it'd be hard. Yeah, it'd have to be I, some low life that nobody knows about at all. Like, well, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It's just we're living in a time right now. It's just crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. Well, it's just back to that snowflake thing I was talking about. So many people get offended about everything anymore. They do. It. I was just looking on Facebook, <laughs> and they were talking about um, how 
millennials are rewatching the movie um, White Chicks. I saw that. And now they're offended by the movie. I think I saw it. Did you share it? Mm-hmm. That's where I saw it then. Yeah, people I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, that's a funny movie. Yeah, I love it. I loved that Hold movie. Oh, my poodle, you know? Oh, my poodle. <laughs> Have yeah. you ever seen White Chicks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, now people are offend- getting offended about it after rewatching it again. Well, and it's just, you know, I, I'm, I'm a firm gun believer i i carry guns i you know i i have my own protection and it's the same thing with people that are getting all offended about guns like just because i have a gun doesn't mean i'm gonna shoot you like i watched a video on facebook a while back but it was about a guy that was talking about his his gun and he's like oh look it's my ar-15 he's like and he like grabs the stock of it and starts recording it and like hauls it down the hall and he's like no come back here gun you can't shoot somebody like no that doesn't happen like <laughs> one of my favorites like that was some someone uh they took a picture of their gun sitting on the front porch and they said said i think my gun's uh faulty i left it on the front porch for eight hours and it didn't kill a single person yeah and it didn't move so <laughs> i think i've seen that same one <laughs> that, that well, still shit. hasn't killed anybody <laughs> well then i saw something on facebook where it's like even if we do give up guns criminals are smart enough that they can figure out how to make guns i've like is the fbi here shit um no i hear a ringing i can kind of hear it too (laughs) i don't know what that is it sounds like something's outside i don't know but anyway i think it's a i think it's like a truck out there i think it it might be doing construction oh yeah let's go tell him to be quiet (laughs) <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast here, but I can't remember what I was talking about now. So, so the if, if they took rid of, if they took away guns, the criminals would still have guns. Oh yeah, I, I saw mean, it's kind of like how they they banned heroin, but heroin well, it's like the exists. war on drugs. Exactly. exactly. I yeah. mean, no matter what you do, you're still going to be able to get it. Yeah, like I saw drugs have been Facebook illegal for a long where, time. Where people have made guns out of like hand staplers, like you have enough pressure behind anything. 3D you printers. Can, yeah, mm-hmm. you can you can literally get a gun anywhere, and if not, are they going to ban forks? and and butter knives and all that because i could literally i can kill you with a fork if i wanted to so are you are you gonna start i mean it would take a lot longer but i mean you it would still do the job you put a fork in someone's jugular it's not gonna take too long (laughs) i mean it's just it's true you can kill somebody with any anything you want to there was also an interesting stat um about the u.s versus uh great britain so in Great Britain, there's no right to bear arms. Any, oops, there's no there's no right to bear arms. There's uh, very little gun ownership, if any, um, and they have like a eighty percent or something like that burglary rate during the day when people are home. And in the U.S., where we have guns, there's like a thirty percent burglary rate during the day. Most burglaries happen when the owner's not home. Yep. Because no one's trying to break into a house where someone might have a gun. Yeah, and well. And I don't know if you guys probably heard about it, but that kid in Texas that, you know, shot that guy that came into his house. He was like a 12-year-old kid, but knew where his dad's guns were. And the guy came in, kid was home, and he shot him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean? I'm, I'm huge into, I, be, I believe in it. Yeah. I believe that we should be able to protect ourselves. Yeah, yeah there and, are crazy people out there, and they do do mass shootings, or they do go and fucking, I mean, but that's, that's psycho. Like, that, clearly that's something wrong with their brain. Yeah, right. Well, and and back to Texas. I mean, Texas is fucking badass because they don't give a shit. They're all, like, country down there. It's like that guy that went into the church building and started shooting up the church building. The guy walked out to his truck, grabbed his gun, and shot the guy. Like, you're at church and you have a gun in your your vehicle. You know you're a badass because... 
he, Utah, just, he just saved lives. Utah has kind of that same law. Um, it's 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 like the stand your ground law. Because um, I was looking up, I was looking up one day the laws about um, about about that that same thing. And in the state of Utah, you can legally kill somebody if if you or anybody that you that are, is in the vicinity is in immediate danger. So, like, if you're walking down the street and you see somebody that might end up losing their life d- due to somebody else, mm-hmm. you can kill that person. The problem with that law, though, is that there's a requirement that killing them is the last resort. You so, have to try to, to de-escalate and use, like, restraining techniques before that. Exactly. So the problem is when you're making a decision in three seconds – They'll in a you know five month court trial talk about all the things you could have done, and you may end up still going to jail for it. it or it's not if you time. have a good attorney. Uh, I mean, it depends. Not everybody can get a good attorney. <laughs> so that that that's the problem with those is that you know they're gonna say they're gonna spend months evaluating what you could have done when you had about you know four seconds to make the same decision. Well, and then that's when the. The South Park law comes into place. Exactly. He's coming right for me. <laughs> this is going to be off topic. I got to pee. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it's uh, down to the left. Well, Corbin. <laughs> so, same shirt twice in a row. Last podcast, the You'll Float 2 this shirt. Is, this is my podcast shirt. This is, this is the It shirt. Podcasting. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna always wear this when we podcast. Don't you want to float? Not like that. <laughs> you want to float down in the drain? Hell no. <laughs> um. So, any big weekend plans? March Madness? You're not, in, not into it at all? Um. No. I mean, we went to the game last night. Well, that wasn't a March Madness game. I know, but it was still a <laughs> basketball game. Yeah. I mean, and they. I don't know. It was. I'm not really big into basketball. I mean, unless Kevin Love is on TV. Kevin Love. <laughs> of all the basketball players, Kevin Love. I, well, he's fine. Like, <laughs> of course you think that. Kevin Love is hot. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, Kevin Love is hot. I guess. <laughs> you but know, no, you know who Kevin Love is, right? Not a clue. I'm gonna show you a picture of him. He's not even probably like top 50 as far as like attractive basketball players. Oh, he's basketball. That's why I don't know. I don't watch basketball at all. Never have. This is Kevin this Love. Guy. You think he's attractive? Kevin Love. He looks like a washed up white skinny boy. Yeah, he's so fine. <laughs> then again, Zach also likes Pitbull, so. <laughs> Can't yeah. really trust his judgment on Pitbull. <laughs> Pitbull is attractive. <laughs> How many times a day do you think he waxes his head? <laughs> Get some turtle wax on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buff it. Yeah. How, how much does he spend on aviators, too? Because that gets expensive. He's got a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. Like He probably lives in a house of avi- aviators. <laughs> There's just like one around every corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit him up. Tell him to come on the podcast. <laughs> I'm sure he'll fly to Utah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll come up here. Will you come be on my podcast? <laughs> Who the fuck is you? 
My podcast would skyrocket the next day. <laughs> it would too. Among Cubans. <laughs> Among Cubans. Cuban listeners. <laughs> yeah, you'd have all sorts of people listening. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. But So, I mean, what else is in your future now? I mean, are you looking for other jobs or Yeah, I'm just kinda looking for something temporary right now until I might be going back to school, um, try to start my own business and stuff, but We'll see where where everything goes in the next couple of years. I plan on, like I said, just trying to find something temporary for the next little while and try to get myself back together before I do anything else. Starting to ride bulls again, hopefully this summer. So took some time off due to some body injuries. <laughs> so so this kid, he just... Every, almost every time I see a new post of his on Instagram or something, he's tried to kill himself. Well, I look at his I, neck. Chainsaw. Yeah, I got a chainsaw <laughs> of the neck. That was working at a haunted house. I was, I was helping build haunted forest, um, two seasons ago. Two se- yeah, two seasons ago, and I had a chainsaw hit a piece of landscape fabric thirteen feet up. I was trying to cut a log down and ended up kicking back into my neck. I'll show you a picture of it pretty insane it it was 39 stitches later they were able to finally sew me back up and i was a millimeter each direction from dying hitting the major arteries one of my major arteries or my windpipe and just completely shut me down i mean that was right when it happened here let me see and then that's a deep gash yeah it was it was pretty gnarly i mean they had to cut a lot of skin off and they're surprised how well it healed because they thought it was going to pull my neck together a lot and they thought I was actually going to have to go through like PTSD therapy. He's all like this. <laughs> yeah, like it was It was supposed to, I mean, they cut probably close to an inch of my own skin off. I mean, you can see it after they'd sewn it back together and it sucked for about a month. My neck was super tight and, but, you know, you live, you learn go on with yourself and you use chainsaws again can't be scared <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna deal with the bulls hmm, again well, did that's, they, a, that's did they another you? story that's, <laughs> that's a big story i could tell you more injuries that i haven't had than i can tell you that i have had so how do you train for bull riding um do you ride bulls all the time or those actual bull machines those like bull riding machines they have like bars are those actually beneficial for training not at all um, so then what are they there for? Just for fun? It's just for fun. They're just a good way to let I would not go. even last like 10 seconds. Not That's probably a not even long five. time. You only have to go eight seconds on a real bull. It's rough. I mean, people are like, only eight seconds? I can do that. It's like, no. You, you get on there and a bull starts spinning or jumping and the power that they have behind them. I mean, you're, you're sitting on a 1,400, 1,500-pound animal and they are muscly as shit. And they just have so much power behind them. And the the problem with the machines is that they're like plastic. And plastic compared to a hide is a lot different. Because with hide, you can put your spurs in. You can, you, you hold on with your spurs a lot. When you get on one of those machines, it's all, it's just slick. And so that that's all for just fun. And mm-hmm. So and then how do you train? You just get on. You literally so just, when you're not doing a show, you're still riding bulls like that. Usually, yeah. Um, when I was 
trying to go really big and was getting into the PRCA and stuff. Um, I was riding 10, 15 bulls a weekend, if not more. Um, and then during the week, it's just whenever you can get out. So, I mean, I was riding an extra probably five to seven bulls a week. So, I mean, you're upwards of 20 bulls a week, 25 bulls a week. And you just, I mean, there, there's training you can do, obviously, working out, getting your core, um, your your upper body, your legs, just kind of all around. You have to be physically fit for it, I guess you could say. Um, we know how he practices. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> um, it, it's just a constant you know it's a big mind game too you have to I mean I've seen a lot of people say they want to ride bulls get on and when the chute opens they just hold on to the chute don't even get a half a second on a bull you know what is, they, it, what is the chute the chute is the like the fence or what I don't know how to explain it but it's what you're sitting in that the bull runs into and then the gate opens that's what the shoot is. Basically, they, they get the bull to walk in this very narrow area where you can't turn around. And then you jump on top of it there. And you buckle mm, yourself okay. down. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, they open it up. And I, you go. The only time I've ever seen um, like a rodeo, and I don't even know if it's like a re- considered a real rodeo, but it was at the fair. So, yeah, that's probably a rodeo then. And um, I don't know. It was just weird. Like they had some dog show in the middle of it. And then. They had like all this other extra stuff going on. That's and... a shoot. So the bulls stand in the middle of that, and then there's a gate man that'll unlock it, and it, they swing it open. I have a video here. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is yeah, this they... like on TV? Do they actually film this kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, PRCA is really big, which is the Professional Rodeo Cowboy Association, which is everything from... I mean, any rodeo event. So you oh, have God. bull he, like, riding. Oh, jumped out of there. Yeah. So you have your bull riding, you have your saddle bronc, you have your bareback, you have your tie-down roping, barrel racing, steer wrestling. So how do they get them to, to jump like that? So it's what's called a flank strap. Um, you know when someone comes up behind you and, like, grabs around your hips and squeezes, and they call it a jump start, and it startles you? That's pretty much what it is on a bull. Everybody thinks, oh, it, it pinches their their testicles and pisses them off and... Or there's, there's... See, I had always heard that there's something wrapped around their testicles. No, that's the biggest lie. Um, so what it is, is it's on there tight enough that they can't kick it off, and that's where the kick comes from. Because they're from trying to get it off? Because they think they can kick it off. It more tickles them than anything, and they want to get it off. So that's when they kick, and then... it. So it's tight enough that they can't kick it off, but it's loose enough that they think they can kick it off. So how do they get them to stop once the once the rider's off? How do they get them to stop kicking? So a lot of the times, actually, when a rider falls off, they will just usually stop kicking um, with the extra weight on their back. Plus that, when the extra weight gets off, it's not as frustrating, I guess. So usually they'll stop kicking at that point. Other than that, they'll call they'll they'll um, run them back into like a separate chute that runs in, like they'll run into it forward. And it closes like a normal bucking shoe, and then they'll take the flank strap off and just let them go. And everybody thinks that rodeo is a cruel sport, but really bulls have the easiest life ever. They they buck for eight seconds a day usually, and then they're in the pasture eating and you know doing doing all their normal stuff. And so there's there's nothing cruel about it. Like 
we use hot shots once in a while, pretty much a, a, a bull taser to get them if they don't want to buck at that time, if they're just kind of being lazy, you'll hit them with that once and it'll, it'll jolt them enough that they start going usually. But I mean, they have usually two inches of hide before you get to any meat. So it doesn't hurt them. It's just more of a startle. Like, Oh, what was that type of, you know? So then why don't you get into, what is it? The RSPCA? PRCA. PRC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they do their finals in uh, Vegas every year. I wanted yeah. to go. Yeah, the Wrangler National Finals, the NFR. Um, I have to work my way up to it. It costs more. Um, entry fees are a lot more than just my open shows. And that's what so sponsors are for? Sometimes, but you have to be really good to get sponsors. And, and you're I've not. I've you're been shitty. out for yeah I'm shitty as fuck. <laughs> um, I've I've been out of bull just riding. Just a shitty human over yeah, here. I'm just terrible. I get fired from everything I do. <laughs> They'd be like, so look, yeah, we're gonna have to fire you from riding bulls. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, no, it's it's fun though. It's I'm planning on trying to get back up there, but we'll see how my body holds up. And I, I mean, I've just broke so much shit and torn so much shit that. It's hard to get back in right now. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, look at you. You're mm-hmm. just a broken a broken body. Yeah, I'm just a rag doll is all I You're am. You're just a broke dick. That's what they call it yeah. in the military. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, have you ever heard um, of the movie Brokeback Mountain? Yes, I have. Is that is that what you're into? No, that's your movie though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. Well, you're the one that brought it up, so clearly you've seen it. Look at his. Look at him hold his head I down quit. in shame. I quit. <laughs> he was like, no, "Damn that, it, I've been outed." <laughs> yeah. No, I heard about that movie when I was younger, and they're like, "Yeah, it's a cowboy movie," and I was like, "Cool, let's watch it." And then I was like, "Yeah, this isn't what I thought it was going to be." So <laughs> these cowboys are really into each other. Yeah, they're like really into each other. <laughs> Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I thought it was a great movie, though. I mean, I actually haven't seen it. Don't. It was. It was good. I mean, it's not like they're fucking the entire movie. It's just like it. It kind of happens. It's kind of like one of those things that you know you have both of them. They're up there. They're they're gone for a while. That's that they're they're the only ones up there for a long period of time, and it kind of just happen they're just kind of fine it's like a bromance that turned into more mm-hmm. than a bromance i guess you could say mm-hmm. so i mean you know and stuff like that just happens where people that happens to people <laughs> it does but yeah i mean i thought it was a good movie it's been a long time since i've seen it though it's an old movie yeah, it it's is. I, I think I was still in high school. Probably like 2006. I, mean, I, no, I think it was even before I think it was that. Before I think that. it was the 90s. No, it was no, it was, it was definitely 2000s. Because I, I think I was still 2000s. in high school when that movie came out. Like 02 maybe? 2005. Five. That was close. Yeah. yeah that's... So, I mean, it just looks like it's older because of the, the, top, the yeah. era of yeah. where, yeah. where it, it took place. It came out in December of 2005, but it's set in 1963. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. That's why it's it seems older, I guess. Because I'm sure I didn't see it. When well, it first and a lot of the out. old cars. So you know, you know Hollywood how they have a huge compound where they actually have cars from like 
the 40s and the 20s and the 30s. And it all just sits there and, until a movie that needs that kind of era with those kind of cars and stuff. That's that it just sits in that lot. That's cool. I'd like, like a lot of people walk through that lot. Like a lot of people don't know um, when you're watching a movie and they're like at a, a dance club or they're they're somewhere where there's music playing. They're not really dancing to that music. They're they're dancing to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they add the music before. in after they've done edited everything and everything. So they they basically tell them what kind of music they need to pretend like they're dancing to. Other than like Footloose, I know Footloose. They actually dance to the music on that because I've I've watched like behind the scenes shit on that because you know <laughs> Footloose is badass. But Southern Utah, well, not Southern really, but yeah, Central Utah. Lehigh. That, that's the new one, right? They they filmed or the old one, the original, the original one, one. They, the I, original, the original one. one. They filmed they filmed part of it in Lehigh, almost all of it. Mm. I mean, the Lehigh Mills is where the dance was at in that movie. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, part of it, from what I heard, was done in Lehigh High School, and the rest was done at, uh, was it Pleasant Grove, I think? Pleasant Grove High School? Might have been. Or something like that. Because when they were like, yeah, it was done at Lehigh High School, I was, looking at, I was looking at the movie, and I was like, I was like, that does not look like the school that I went to. Because I went to Lehigh. But, oh. but you have to remember, it was filmed in 1983. Yeah, yeah but the, the the high school when I was going there was still all the original high school. Well, I mean, they probably still have editing so, in it and shit, too. So. But it, it was filmed in two different high schools is what I come to know. Or yeah, so, like, 30 seconds me. of a scene could be in Lehigh and then, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of movies that are filmed in Utah. I like that Utah. movie, though. I do, too. I, I love like Footloose. So, it was uh, Pace in high school? Pace that's what it was. where it was. And then the Lehigh Mills is where the dance was and where he does, like, all his dancing um, they did churches in American Fork. So, there's a lot of movies that are filmed in Utah. They have that new um, Yellowstone that they're filming a lot in Utah. It's not a movie; it's a um, like a TV series, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it has mm-hmm. um, what's his name in it? I don't know what is his name. I'm trying to Kevin think. Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner. <laughs> he's he's the main guy in it, and apparently that. Apparently it's pretty crude for like a western, but I want to watch it. I heard it's good, but they they filmed like in uh, Provo Canyon and everything down by the by Provo River. Believe it or not, there's a lot of movies that have been yeah, filmed there's here. There's a lot. Well, they have that. They new do building it because of the Park scenery. City. Yeah, that new soundproof building up off exit four in Park City. They do a lot into. Well, um, supposedly Park City is going to be like, from what I've heard. Um, it's going to be like the new Hollywood. It wouldn't surprise me. They're going to start building a lot of studios out there. They do that and... Sundance up there every year. Oh, yeah, I've, every year. I've, I've attended to a lot I through high Sundance. school. It was I cool. used to go every year to Sundance. but I've met a lot of people through Sundance. Mm-hmm. So have I. Yeah. So... I, uh, Catherine Heigl, um, one of her agents was one of my ex-girlfriend's. It was her dad that was an agent, so I actually went to Catherine Heigl's birthday party up in Oakley for at her mom's house. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of um, like celebrities I have met have been through um, Park City or yeah, Park City. Yeah, there's a lot at the Sundance Film Festival. Post Malone lives in like Sandy or something. No, I think he no, lives in uh, north. He lives up north. north. Oh, yeah. is he up north more? Mm-hmm. Oh, Adam Sandler's in Sa- or Riverton. He's I up on the hill. Think so. 
That's Adam a, Sandler? Yeah, that's. I heard he bought one of the mansions on the hill up there. Hmm. In Sandy? Riverton, Sandy, Draper, somewhere Well, because Riverton is just right here. Then Draper, I think. Draper right around and the point. Sandy is all on the east side. Yeah, then it was over there. So it was Sandy, Draper area. I'm not seeing anything about it online. Maybe not. But there is a lot of celebrities that have bought homes here. Yeah, well, and... Ty Burrell has a house in Park City. He lives here a small amount of the year. He also owns Beer Bar and Bar X. Oh, okay. Downtown. Ty Burrell, he's uh, Phil from Modern Family. Yeah, okay. I met all of the Modern Family people. They were filming um, in Yellowstone at the... What's that slide? The Alpine slide. The Modern Family crew was up there, so I met Ariel Winters and all of them. That was pretty cool when they were doing a film up there. So that was pretty fun. But yeah, living in Utah, like you actually, believe it or not, see a lot of people that are famous or were famous. and Especially living in Camas right there by Park City. I, I mean, I worked at Bed Bath & Beyond in Park City for a while and met Jeff Foxworthy and Will Smith and... It was was endless. I met a lot of people up there. Oh, my God. I was in Park City one year. And um, no, this was last year. So we went, me, Harley, Chris Taylor, we all went up there. And we rented out this condo for a couple of nights. And (laughs) I was trying to do all this shopping, right? And I had been spending money up there. And... I was doing some shopping and I was like, all of a sudden my car, what, what is that thing, that place called up there? The outlets. Yeah. The The outlet in Park City. I went to Bath and Body Works. Yeah. Yeah. And I was all trying to get some like sense for my car. And also they were like, well, your card isn't working. And so, and it was American Express that I had. So I had to call American Express and they were like, Oh yeah, there's been a temporary shutdown. And I was like, "Are you <laughs> kidding me?" And then the the store kept trying to tell me, "No, it's it's probably because you're in a tourist location, and they think that maybe your Somebody car got stolen car. Yeah. or whatever." And I was like, "No, because I just literally was spending money like 20 minutes ago. Like I went to the Michael Kors store and bought a whole bunch of crap, and went to the Coach store and bought a whole bunch of crap, <laughs> and then I went to go try to buy." fucking $30 worth of car sense and it wouldn't let me do it. I was like, you're, you're kidding me. I just literally spent hundreds of dollars. Yeah, now I'm trying to buy $30. And now I'm trying to buy $30 worth of sense and you, you're telling me that it's possibly because I'm in a tourist area. No, American Express just had a blackout. Yeah. Park City doesn't The care. whole weekend and I was just like, you gotta be kidding. I couldn't get gas, nothing. Like, Park City I was, is expensive. <laughs> I love Park City though. I hate it. I've never done the Alpine. What is that? Alpine the slide. Alpine slide. Yeah, they have that in Park City. I see and... videos all the time, and I always want to try it, but I'm afraid that I'll fly right out of the thing. And <laughs> it's fun. We we did. I haven't. Oh, I did do it in Park City once, but we did. We do the um, Alpine slide in Yellowstone, like I was saying, a lot, and or down by Yellowstone, Jackson Hole, not Yellowstone, Jackson Hole. Um, Isn't that, that in Idaho? Wyoming. Wyoming. Oh yeah, God Jackson Sweet. Hole. Uh, wow, there's nothing in Wyoming though. We had to go there for one of my uncle's funerals. Believe it or not, there's a lot in Wyoming. You just have to get in the there's no arts. <laughs> we literally were up in well, Casper, not because we from New York. Because we came through, we went up through Yellowstone. Because 
my uncle had passed away, but my other uncle, he was like, we're going to make a trip out of it. So we went up through Yellowstone and we were just having a good old grand old time up there on the way to the funeral. And I was looking at my mom was like, are we terrible people? And she was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, your brother just died and we're taking a vacation. Like, <laughs> And she was like, I thought about that same thing like while we were on our way up here. And we went through uh, Yellowstone and then we finally went into Casper. And then on our way back, there was nothing. We I think we hit like maybe one city that was somewhat kind of big. And then we hit Rock there was nothing until we hit... I think it's Cheyenne or something that's closer to the border. Evanston or something. Mm -hmm. Cheyenne's out there a ways. You're like still four to six hours, I think, away from the border in Cheyenne. So It's awful up there. I could never live out in Wyoming. It's cold as hell, too. But I've been in Utah my whole life. I was born and raised here, but I've been out a lot. So, And you're born and raised here, too, right, Corbin? Yep. I was for a majority, and then um, my mom's second husband, he worked for U-Haul and moved up into the company, and then we kind of just lived all over the place. So, yeah, just, you know, Plus, you took these like big vacations to like Dubai. Well, I, I mean, and the biggest thing for me is going on, never, be, never being on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise. That's why it That's was. What I heard about you. Your cruise sounded pretty legit. It's huh? so much fun. I want to go. Cruises are way better than just going to resort somewhere. I've heard. I've heard it was See, awesome. See, and I just, and that's why when we did that first podcast, I didn't know, like, the, because I've always been told bad experiences about a cruise. And just like all the pictures that you see. And maybe it's just like one of those things where people don't get the full story right away. Mm-hmm. So they only show the bad part of, like, you know, like, don't go here because this is what you'll see. But then when you actually do go there, it's not anything like what you see. Yeah. I've been wanting to go on a cruise for... Did you do any excursions? Yeah. Um, we did, uh, uh, like, a gator park. Okay. Uh, like alligator park in uh, Florida. That was a lot of fun. Like Gatorland type Yeah, stuff? it's it's different than Gatorland, but it's like Gatorland. Okay. Um, and then uh, did a glass bottom boat tour. Oh, okay, that that was probably pretty cool, huh? Yeah, and then the best one we did was in um, Costa Maya, Mexico. Went out to some uh, some Mayan ruins. So they have big old pyramids that are still there, and you know a whole bunch of things are uncovered, a high, uh, uh, Maya glyphs, all that kind of stuff. So I think that was probably the coolest one. That sounds pretty cool. I've my cousin. Well, you know why they're still standing, right? Why? Because a pyramid is the strongest structure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also because they've been covered with dirt for years. But <laughs> I mean, most most things that old have been uh, the the dirt and, and grass has grown over top of it, and the only way they can find it is with like sonar. And then once they find it, then they un, you know, well, not the Egyptian it. pyramids. Yeah, no, those had to be dug out. No. Yes. There's no way. Yes, the Egyptian pyramids had to be dug out. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean. Living back then, they made stuff so strong. And now you look at things and you're like, that bitch is going to fall the fuck down. <laughs> like an earthquake hits that, it's bye bye It is. It is. Did you ever see that movie, what is that, San Andreas, I think, with The Rock? Yeah. yeah about the earthquake? It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good movie. I want to see his build- new movie. Um, what is it? The one with like the big ape in it and stuff. Um, oh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. 
Rampage. Rampage. I want to see that so bad. I've heard that was good. Uh, and there's like a huge crocodile in there yeah, as well. Yeah, the crocodile. Yeah. I, it's, I, it's like, isn't it like they did some scientific experiment or something and they ended up growing like 3,000 times so. their size or some shit like that? I think so. Crocs are huge though. Yeah, they're pretty big. Crocs are bigger than alligators. People don't realize how big they are until you start looking into them. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're fascinating. Crocodiles mm-hmm. fascinate me. Just like the power behind the jaws that they well, have. And then it's crazy that you put freaking electrical tape around their mouth and they can't open their mouth. Like, <laughs> kind of shit is that? Mm-hmm. Well, and if you ever get, like, I was watching this nature program and, and it was like, if you ever are lucky enough and you get your arm stuck in there, they always say to try to, to, try to push back in its throat because it has like this weird flap that covers the throat. So the water can't go down or mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. And if you push it through, it will... Like gag reflex, basically? Pretty much. And, gonna, it, and it will release you. I'm going to make this alligator gag. <laughs> so, who would actually think about that, though? If a croc grabs onto your arm, would you be like, I'm going to push it in the back? No, I would, I would start freaking out. Because instantly they do their death roll. So you'd have to be quick. That's what they're you're, saying. You're like, if you're spun, lucky enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> crazy those animals are i mean you'd have to be quick for pretty much any of those kind of animals like hyenas yeah they hunt in packs and they're they're they've got the most formidable jaws like they they literally will eat bones yeah they're you have some crazy i mean even something as small as like a piranha that will literally take flesh off a human in seconds like well did you know piranha actually don't attack unless they feel unless they sense distress that's almost every animal though i mean no no animal wants to attack us well piranhas piranhas are attracted to the sound of of the water splashing like and 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 to them it's a sign of distress so that's when they swarm you can swim in a in a river with piranha and they won't attack you unless they feel like unless they sense that there's some unless you start splashing i just would that's when they that's when they attack. That's when they swarm. Or like a snapping turtle. Those things are freaking dangerous. Mm-hmm. They're scary. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. That's crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> animals, Was that good? Animals are... They're fascinating to me. I don't know. They're... <clears throat> Just the structure behind them and looking fully into an animal. I mean... It's even cooler when you start looking into, like, they find, you know, an alligator or something that has died and they decide to, like, cut it open, actually seeing, like, what they're made out of is crazy. Because, like, we have a lot of muscle and skin, but you get going into some of those animals and you want to talk about muscle and skin. Well, did you did you see that Facebook post that I posted probably a few days ago? And it was basically showing what your human body looks like under the skin it was like showing your finger but then it showed all of the uh the nerves and stuff inside the finger and all the little veins and stuff that are underneath the skin have you ever gone to uh bodies, bodies world or whatever i went yeah. to that one the body museum cool or something shit. yeah it travels around mm, i've never been but i've always I would wanted highly to go. recommend it i went to it when i was young and it is it's <laughs> people donated donated their body to science um they take some of those people and they basically take them apart so you can see all their muscles. They have ones where they've pulled everything off except for their nerves. So you can see the whole nervous system just all by itself. 
Um, that's cool. They, that's they've cool. done all sorts of things with human that's, bodies. That's kind of what that post was. It, I'm looking at it right like now. It showed it, oh, you are? Yeah. It shows like the brain and then it shows like it, yeah, it, it shows the brain connected to the spinal cord. That's yeah, awesome. that's the post. I think that's interesting. That body world is cool because they even did it with like a chicken and they like took everything except for like all the veins off the chicken. So you just saw how many veins actually ran through and it was, it was really cool because it was, you know, you look at somebody and you don't realize how many veins run through your body until you see it. And when they say that there's a shit ton of veins, they really mean it like. It's just, it's so crazy. The human body, any kind of, like even animals, yeah, like weird. how animals work. I mean, they're super, they're super intelligent. Like most bears, um, most animals, if you notice, like when they're about to die, um, they'll hide somewhere. Like our cat, when uh, she was ab- about to die, we had to actually put her to sleep. She, we had the bunk beds and she went under the bunk oh, beds and weird. would not come out. She she just went into the corner and would not come out. That one's a little animals, disturbing to me. Animals like bears and stuff. Oh yeah, the fetus. Yeah, that's that's kind of disturbing. Inside the uh, the inside the sac. The yeah. what is it called? The amniotic sac. Yeah, that's embiotic. Is it ambiotic? It's embiotic. It's like E-M-B. whatever it is. Did you know? Actually, some females will take that from the hospital, dry it out, and put it in pills. That's a placenta. To... Oh, placenta. Embryonic. Sorry. Em- so m oh wait amniotic fluids what the hell is embryotic embryotic so that has something to do with embryo but it's 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 amniotic whatever it is it's was disturbing (laughs) 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 and i'm i'm good with that kind of stuff like blood and gore and all that but that that's a little disturbing it's all interesting to me. Oh, that's cool. The the device Just like that they use to keep the heart good until they put it in somebody else. That's pretty nifty. It mm. keeps it pumping. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't that crazy? Science. Science is <laughs> science, bitch. Science, bitch. I love science. <laughs> Where's your religion now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, all of that fascinates me. I mean, even the planets and stars, space in general. Just, just the biggest star that they say that we know of right now is so massive that they predict it would take a thousand years to circle it one time in just a regular plane well, with how crazy. fast regular planes go. Like, what are they like a hundred and two hundred and something miles an hour? No, no, no. Planes go like 500, 600 miles per hour. Yeah. So in a normal plane, they predict that it would take about a thousand years going full speed in a plane. And it's crazy just to go around one time. Star and it's like you're like I could poke that with like your finger. Yeah, and then you get up to it and you realize that that's actually way bigger than even isn't aren't stars bigger than Earth? Some of them are. Some of them. It it depends on the star. Yeah. So, I mean, our sun's a star, and it's infinitely bigger. Not infinitely, but it's it's incredibly bigger than uh, than the Earth, and it's also growing constantly. Yeah. And even one little solar flare off of the off of the sun is enough to completely wipe out electronics on Earth, which is yeah, a scary thought. Crazy that you know we'd be fucked without electronics, and it, it happened in the eighties. Was it the eighties or the seventies? It actually happened where a whole bunch of electronics got destroyed. 
We weren't as dependent on it then. Let me find out. Oh, like we are now. Oh, We're all on our laptop and our phones right now. Not even that. <laughs> I just, like think about hospitals and our cars. Think, yeah, you're, I was going to say water, our car, our water cars, purification. I mean, literally everything. We can't live without like Los Angeles couldn't live without electronics for sure because no. they 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 need uh, to purify their water just so they can get enough water for the whole for the whole town. And uh, if they didn't have those water purification plans or their computers running, they don't have enough fresh water around to last. Everything runs off of technology now. Like even, even construction, you wouldn't be able to do it because I just recently, the job that I just got fired from, I was running heavy equipment and most of that has GPS sensors on it. So it knows where grade is supposed to be at of certain like dirt levels and how high it's supposed to be or how low it's supposed to be. And if you're an inch tall here, but you're great over here, then it, it goes through and it'll take it out. It's crazy. Like the technology well, look at those, that's coming look in. At, and, look at the United States when they talk about, what are those, EMP attacks? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what EMPs EMP. are? EMP. Electro, electromagnetic pulse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, supposedly they say that there's satellites that can do that. And all it takes is for one of those satellites to be passing us and just send out that elect, that EMP and, and we're out. Well, you you obviously know you're on Facebook quite a bit, like I am, but that whole Facebook outage that we had, an Instagram outage we had, like, what, last week or whatever? Mm-hmm. People were going fucking nuts, and that was like a day and a half worth of outage. Didn't you see my Snapchat? Uh, I was I like, know. I wonder what all the Instagram models oh, yeah. are doing on their day off. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I, I laughed a little bit. <laughs> and then one of my friends, he, he posted something and um, he was like, what should I do now that Instagram? He goes, oh, I'll go, I'll go, to, I'll go back to YouTube for a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, didn't you just see my Snapchat? I was just wondering what you guys were doing. He goes, we improvise. We improvise. <laughs> so in 1877, there was what was called the Carrington Solar Flare. Um, it wiped out... Uh, telegraph communications, uh, street lamps. Um, there were several fires in Chicago, telegraph switchboards. The, uh, there's a whole bunch of things that, you know, fuses get burnt out, telephone networks don't work, things like that that happen on a solar flare. That's crazy. Did it, you guys ever see that movie, um, Knowing? The Knowing? Uh uh-uh. uh. With um, Nicolas Cage? I don't think I've it seen kinda, it. It kind of goes off of that topic and. They can't figure out why all the electronics are stopping and nothing like this. And then they finally figure out that the sun has basically been starting to shoot out all of these solar flares. And uh, basically it destroys the earth. Uh, It shoots out a solar flare so massive that it just burns the, it just crisps the earth and everyone dies. (laughs) There's, there's no saving anybody. But basically, there's these aliens that come and they they speak to people. The people that can hear them are the people that they take. So it's basically like they're they're there to save, um, you know, certain species, and it's kind of like Noah's Ark. So there's all these ships that come and they only take the people that can hear them, and then they take animals, the two of every kind, and whatever, and then they take all these people and these animals to a different planet. So that they can keep on living and whatnot, and then everybody else dies. I don't know. Hmm. It's a really good movie. You have to you have to watch it. Yeah, I'll look it up. I've I've seen it before, but I just haven't ever haven't ever watched it. That's crazy. I mean, go back to the plane thing. I had to look it up and know exactly. And it's four sixty to five seventy five. So that's 
the speed speed of an airplane. Mm-hmm. Four hundred yeah. to five hundred knots. So that's. I mean, if you have something big enough that I was like two hundred miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the, slow. The the Concorde, um, the Concorde was a jet that ran from New York to uh, to London, and it would actually break the sound barrier, get close to breaking the sound barrier. Um, it could do that transatlantic flight in like two hours, where it normally takes like five hours. They eventually shut it down because it was too high of a price, and they were spending way too much on fuel. But um, it was it was interesting Crazy. for sure. And they'll actually probably never get planes that go faster, um, no. just because they could with the technology. But the the emphasis is on uh, efficient fuel burning, which mm-hmm. going faster. So a business traveler, if they save an hour on their flight, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Yeah. You know, from like uh, uh, New York to London. What makes a bigger difference is that you know the invitation or invitation. Well, what, I don't know what I'm saying. The invention, invention. <laughs> the the uh, <laughs> what? What makes a bigger difference is the invention of um, like business class seats that go flat. So oh can, yeah, so I can see that. So being able to sleep on planes has completely removed the need for you know cutting a few hours off a of flight. Exactly. They do. I've seen those. Yeah. Um, especially, but those seats are expensive. They are very, I mean, very expensive. For a couple hour flight, you're probably looking like. And they have two, literally, two it's, it's literally like your own little cubby. Like, Is, isn't you that can the close one the where door. they have like TVs on the ceiling or something too? So when you lay it, it out, might. you can sit there and watch it. And I mean, it it takes up a lot of space on an airplane, but it also like first mm. class flights to Dubai. You have in in the little like if you pay that much because it's because <laughs> it's like expensive to fly there oh, yeah but you have your own little cubby hole and you, it, those seats can can lay down so that you can sleep but they also provide you with a tv in there they also provide you with a couple of bottles of champagne or alcohol like you don't need so to it's even kind of like a train that because don't trains some of them have their sleeping cars that you can mm-hmm. they have their beds your own little cubby that you go back yeah, but and so on basically flight. on that flight, you don't even need to speak to the to the flight attendant. You just you can close the door and not even speak to anybody, and just be in there drinking yourself silly, watching TV or sleeping. I mean, and they a lot of the and it's not just like flights to Dubai. It's a lot of places. It's a lot of airlines that are doing that now. So does that little cubby? Does it come up too? So you have a seat, or do you have a, a seat that you can go out to in the in the cab? No, it's literally like your own little room on an airplane. Okay, so it's like big enough to be able to stand up in and walk around. Yeah. So it's not like the train where it's just a bed. No, so it's it's basically like a seat, but it's just I don't. You'd have to you'd have to look. look you'd have to Google it and and look online. They're 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 really cool looking. But it doesn't surprise me anymore. Have you seen those new BMWs that are self driving now? Like they sense. Um, lights and everything they'll pick up traffic lights and they actually self-drive no i had my roommate um they went to vegas and decided to get one of the luxury um ubers or lifts or whatever it is and the guy pulled up in this really nice beamer and put it in like the hands-free mode or whatever it is he's like hey i'm gonna try this like he was still in the driver's seat but he just like let go of the wheel put his like laid back pretty much and just they they said that it like would sense cars next to it so he was parked on the side of the road and there was a car coming up and it like went to go and stopped and the car went by it and it pulled out and then the traffic light turned red and they said it come to a stop like there was a line of cars well i mean to to be fair tesla's been doing that for probably longer than bmw has 
problem is B, or the difference is BMW is profitable. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's uh, there's quite a few self-driving cars out there now, or at least you know pseudo self-driving. There's semis too now that they're coming out with that are yeah. self-driving. And then eventually uh, we'll be in a world of. Have you ever seen iRobot? Yeah, where yeah. the cars drive by itself. Well, and I mean, like, course. why are you why are you driving on your own? Because like, Will Smith always wanted to drive on his own. He I know. About it. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Well, and it's I mean, you same. have to be on like a main road for it to do, like the self driving. From what my roommates were saying, like they went off on a back road and then he had to turn it off and actually drive because there's certain roads that it goes like you go on a back road somewhere and it's not sensing that BMW yet. problems. Yeah. I mean that's that's any problems with any car right now because the technology is just that that would be yeah, insane. It's, it's designed primarily for highways. Mm-hmm. I know that um, that uh, there's there's a lot of cars now where you can just completely take your hands off the wheel. It stays in the lane yeah, for they you. Have those lane you know, sensing. it does like the, the blind spot monitoring. It yeah. has the adaptive cruise control, so you don't hit the person in front of you. It stops for you. Sense, yeah. But for the most part, that's for like highway driving. Mm-hmm. You know, no stoplights. No, you know, people walking out in front of you. That's so, what I'm saying. Soon it would be like iRobot, where it'll just be on the side streets everywhere. Soon enough, we won't even be driving. We'll literally like push a button, our car will pull up to us, and we'll just like get in the back seat or whatever, and it'll just take us wherever we mm-hmm. want. That's a good movie, though. It iRobot. Was. I liked yeah. iRobot. One of my favorite parts is uh, when he's driving, and there's nobody else on the road or in that tunnel or whatever the fuck he was in, mm-hmm. and those two big old. I don't know what the fuck they were, but like they, robot transport. Things. Yeah. And they start coming on and he's like, he puts it into like self drive so that he can drive himself. And then the door opens cause they turn to the <laughs> side, the door opens. He's like, there's no way my luck can be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> and all those robots just start swarming his car. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was. But also when I was a kid this time, when I was a kid, I was thinking by the year, you know, 2019, 2020, we'd have floating cars too. Like, you know what? I mean, Star I Wars that. style. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of movies that, like, when you start watching them, like, I was watching the old Terminators uh, probably like two weeks ago, and it was like 2025 or something like that was the year. Mm-hmm. And there's just all these robots killing all the people and this well, and that. It wouldn't surprise I mean, me. and we're now almost in 2020 and fucking we can't even <laughs> come up with anything smart. I mean, well, I can't say that because Google, did you hear about that Google program where they had the two robots uh-uh. and they actually had to, to kill switch them because they came up with their own language and started talking to each other and Google didn't know what they were saying. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> the, the AI came up with their own language, and they started talking to each other, and they it, they didn't know what what was going on. Wow. And so they actually had to terminate the program so that they could figure out what was going on or something like that. I was reading that like a few months ago. That's okay, crazy. so supposedly that was Facebook. Um, Snopes says it's false. Snopes. Mm-hmm. Snopes. Snopes is the big fact-checking site. So they, they review the original claim and then look at all the available articles to determine if it's real or not. So, well, no, I had heard that there was one with Google, yeah, not well, Facebook. This is yeah. It, it had nothing to do with Facebook. Yeah, this, this was all Google. It's Facebook. It says that Facebook shut down their AI experiment because chatbots developed their own language. Um, that claim turned out to be false. This is why we need the internet. <laughs> but then, I mean, it's the internet, so but Snopes I mean, could be also wrong. Yeah, maybe they're trying to put it we out. Can't that trust the internet. Maybe they're oh, no, trying I mean, to make it's... it so that 
the we feel better. So <laughs> C- CBS News, um, USA Today, BBC, a whole bunch of articles or a, bunch, a whole bunch of sites originally posted the article and had to all make retractions because it was a hoax. It definitely could be, too. I, I mean, doubt I, it. I'm, I'm a conspiracy not, theorist. I'm not going to say that it it's was real. happening or it wasn't <laughs> happening. But, I mean, even look at McDonald's. Nobody runs the register anymore, really. They make you go to those the screens that are in there Actually, I just saw a thing where it was talking about, um, I, I think it was McDonald's. They actually put a robot in to start flipping burgers and making hamburgers and stuff. And I was like, I had actually posted it on Facebook and I was like, oops, all you workers out there that demand more money for fucking our orders up, meet your replacement. (laughs) Yeah, I can't say a whole lot. And after all that, Carl's Jr., I think it was Carl's Jr., the CEO, said that uh, they were going to start doing that because it's more cost efficient than paying people a higher wage that don't deserve it. Well, people at McDonald's are demanding like 15 bucks an hour. And they don't deserve it. Yeah. I don't think they deserve it. I ask for a ketchup packet and you give me honey mustard. That's like, going to piss me off. If <laughs> you break it down, if you break it down, this is one of the biggest problems. Like, they would be getting paid more than a lot of our servicemen would be getting paid. A lot Most of infantry people on lo- an ambulance like, and stuff like start infantry. at like 12 to 15 bucks an hour and exactly. they're saving lives. Well, the thing is, they wouldn't be getting paid. So, Price floors never work. A minimum wage has never worked to actually improve it in anyone's life. What happens is they just scrap those jobs once, once they become too expensive for them to have. Um, yeah. it, it actually kills competition, which hurts workers more. So um, if you try to institute a $15 minimum wage, let's say you can only afford to pay someone $14, you're just not going to have that job anymore because you can't afford, afford to pay them the $15. So it actually eliminates more jobs that it, it, it eliminates jobs, doesn't create jobs. And it actually gets people who would normally be making like 16 maybe, but now that everyone has to pay 15, they just lower it to 15. It, it's been tested over and over again and no one wants to get rid of minimum wage, but really there should be no minimum wage. It'd be better for workers overall. Yeah. And well, it, it kind of makes me mad too. Cause like I said, I've been doing construction most of my life and you know, you have people out there. Okay. Mr. <laughs> And I've done it a lot. <laughs> Growing up in a small town, you know, I was doing a lot of mechanic stuff and just all that, even before I could legally work. Um, but, you know, as I've gotten a little bit older now, don't say anything. But <laughs> as, I've, starting, a little as, bit as older. I've started to get a little bit older and kind of venture into making more money and, you know, you get into construction where my last job I was making like 18 bucks an hour or something but and then you get these mcdonald's people that want 15 16 bucks an hour and it just it doesn't work like that that's it's it's like okay bitch you fucking forgot my pickles and you want 15 bucks an hour like i don't like pickles (laughs) so they can forget mine (laughs) i'm just saying like you know what i mean there's plenty of times where they fuck everything up oh yeah and i mean and half the times their ice cream machines don't work so it's fucking you can't even get what you really want i'm allergic to ice cream so i'm good anyway Uh, how are you allergic to ice cream no i'm any dairy will make my throat swell up not lactose Mm. intolerant but my throat will swell up and hard to breathe isn't that lactose intolerant no lactose intolerance where you shit no yeah It it makes your stomach upset to the point where you either spit it back up or just have diarrhea 
but you can still be allergic to dairy products and it would be lactose intolerant, wouldn't it? In a different way, yeah. It's just Somewhat. I just don't, different I don't, form. I don't get sick from it or shit all over. I just, my throat swells up and I do my whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to clear the semen out your throat. <laughs> no. That's crazy. But yeah, you know, you do, you do something that, because I, I think coming from construction, that's one of the most labor demanding jobs. I think you should get paid higher than if you work at a restaurant, you know, a fast food joint, not a restaurant, but a fast food joint where you're literally cooking stuff in a microwave yeah. and then putting it on a burger. Well, I mean, the thing about uh, the job market is you get paid not really what you provide to the company necessarily, but what you provide to the company over what someone else mm-hmm. does. And that's why there's low skill jobs that um, anyone could just go in there and do. Yeah. Right. And a, training. A, a welder makes significantly more money. Because that's a very skilled job. Yeah, you, you got, fuck up a weld on something, then you know that that thing is gonna break. Or right. So like like you know like the whole like the, the ditch digger idea. Like anyone can dig a ditch. Anyone yeah. knows how to use a shovel. But someone who knows how to um, do it more efficiently provides more value. They get paid more. Yeah. Or at least there's. How do you dig a ditch efficiently though? Well, it's, there's ways. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's just it's, it's a, digging. It's, it's, it's a basic it's, example, but it's you know, and some, it's like someone, fast paced. You have somebody that comes in there and starts shoveling, and they can't even shovel down six inches in. You know, you should be depending on how hard the ground is, but if you should be able to dig six inches, no problem. Yeah, I could, you, have, you have people I, that come in there and manual get like, labor is not for me. You get people that come in with a shovel and get three grains of sand on there or dirt or whatever, <laughs> and they're like, oh. This is so hard. You're like, then you, you're going to start out laboring at $8 an hour. And a minimum wage would dictate that the guy who's efficient gets paid the same as the guy who's inefficient. Whereas a real job market would say, you know, a a real competitive market would say that this guy's more efficient so he could leave the company, go to somewhere else. I have to pay him more to keep him. You know, you'll get more offers from different places. It's a very basic example, but, um, people who provide skills above what other people have get paid more. And in a minimum wage environment, that doesn't happen. Everyone's going to McDonald's and nobody, Carl's Jr. isn't going to try to promote you to come to Carl's Jr. from McDonald's because they're going to pay you the same amount of money no matter how good you are. I don't know. It really depends. It depends. Well, I mean, fast food, maybe not. Um, I actually get into higher end restaurants. I actually had a friend who, um, I mean, she's more of like an acquaintance, but the Olive Garden over here off of 114th. Mm-hmm. Um, she is that the one that got shut down? I think it did for a little bit because of the whole alcohol thing. Yeah. Um, the state came in and found out that they weren't checking IDs and they got mm-hmm. fined. Um, but she worked. At, she works at that one, and you always it's it's crazy because when you when you find a restaurant that you like, a lot of it like for me, I don't know how you guys are, but for me, a lot of it depends on the service. If I get really good service, I will go back to that one and that one only. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that. because and that's and that's how she is. She I mean, she made she was on top of it. She made sure that you had drinks. Um she I mean, it, there's just something about certain wait staff that you feel like they just go above and beyond. And along with And the that's service. how she was. So I literally when I was living in North Salt Lake, they have Olive Gardens up there. They have Olive Gardens closer to Salt Lake City. 
I legit would drive out of my way to come to the one in South Jordan. Right. Because I knew that that waitress was going to give me the best service. Well, and it, along with service, it's also, you know, I walk into, I've been into Buffalo Wild Wings a lot <clears throat> all around Utah. Um, I love wings, so I go there and they have the best wings, I think, in my unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. But there's some Buffalo Wild Wings that I've walked into, and I'm like, I don't like the setting of it. I don't like how... It's like the vibe. Yeah. And there's certain Buffalo Wild Wings that I love to go to still to this day, and I go to another one, and I'm like, this is is a weird location. This is... It's not where you're used to. It's not. It's not. <laughs> you feel like you're you're being a traitor towards the ones that yeah. you like to go to. And, like and, clen- and cleansly- cleanliness goes along with that too. Like you walk in anywhere and it's dirty and disgusting, and you can tell that nobody's cleaned anything. You sit down on a table and you put your hand down or something, and it's sticky. You don't mm-hmm. want to go back. There. Ooh, I hate that feeling. Or when it feels slimy. Yeah. Theo Vaughn just... has a joke about uh, Denny's, like. Denny's, what are you cleaning your tables with? Syrup? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've noticed that about a lot of, um, like, the mo- more breakfast-ended restaurants, like IHOP and stuff. They're always mm-hmm. just, their tables are gross. And mm-hmm. it, it's... I do you, like Black Bear Diner, though. Black Bear is the one that I've walked into and had, it's always clean in there. Any any Black Bear I've walked into is always very good on service and, and keeping their their joints and a lot um, of people like to think and the and the there is a stereotype because a lot of people think that just because you're in a nice area that the service is going to be better and that mm-hmm. but that's not always the case not at all and and i'm also one of those people where i mean i don't know how you guys are about this one as well but i'm also one of those people where like if i get sick from a place i will never eat at that I'm restaurant or any of the other chains that are around. Like, I will never eat at Applebee's. My mom's like that. I got I got food poisoning at Applebee's back in 2006. And I haven't been to... I haven't been to one since. Yeah, and it, it's the same with a lot of Applebee's. Or not, not just Applebee's, but anywhere. I feel like it ruins every one of them for you. Because my mom, when they were when she was younger, her and my sister got food poisoning from Arby's. They will not step foot in an Arby's anymore, no, no matter where it is. Yeah. I'm the same way. I will never. Uh, and there's been a. I mean, I haven't gotten food poisoning a lot, but there is definitely um, a couple of places that I have that I just won't go back to because it's. I it's it's like a fear. Like, are, am I going to get sick again? Yeah. Or what was it that made me sick? Were they not washing their hands? Red Robin for me. I I can't go back to Red Robin because I got sick there the first time I ate there. The very first time I ate there. And I I can't go back. And everybody swears by Red Robin. They're like, it's so good. Like, (laughs) I'd love it. And I can't can't do it. Like, I'm the same way with hair. If there is hair in my food, I will throw the biggest fucking temper tantrum ever. I don't like hair in my food. Even my own hair. I throw a fit over see now i can deal with like i can deal with like let's say um i can deal with like let's say if there's my own hair or like somebody that i that i'm close to that i know is a clean person like i'm not gonna freak out about it but if i go to a restaurant and i don't know that person or i mean it's just like a random person like wait staff and I see a hair in my food, I'm definitely freaking the fuck out. See, because I, I don't know out. them. I don't know if the kitchen, if the person in yeah. the kitchen cooking is 
fucking got lice or if they're dirty or whatever, like I will freak out. And right now I'm on, I don't know if you guys have ever watched this, um, but Gordon Ramsay's 24 hours of hell and back. Mm -hmm. I am on a big spree with that right now. And it makes you wonder about different restaurants that you go into. Cause they're walking to some nasty places. There's some nasty shows. shit in there. There was one that I watched that he like looks in their toaster, like their bread toaster, and there was a dead mouse in the bottom of it. You're like, how do you get that nasty and you know, stay in business? Yeah. Like Exactly. And so I get scared walking into a lot of restaurants now, just wondering what's in their kitchen or who I mean it you it got so bad for me there for a while that I used to have to meet the chef. To, to see how he was because there was quite a few um how was that mexican place that everyone loves there was one downtown betos no that rancheritos la frontera la frontera, la frontera. There were quite a few la fronteras that got shut down yeah like is that why you can never find them anymore yeah there's they used to be everywhere there's one in sandy at the sand pit and then uh, there's one over by well there's my also- house on 56th you know the big controversy with that though was la puente is his ex-wife, they they opened La Frontera together. His ex-wife went and opened La Puente when they divorced, and then she started putting a bunch of bad reviews out uh, on him as a payback thing, and they went in and found out that his kitchens were completely yeah, They had, like, nasty. cockroaches. And yeah. They had some nasty shit in those kitchens. And that was, that was a big one. And he he told them, he said, I will shut down... You know, so many, but I need to keep a couple of them open. So that's why there's still a few around, mm-hmm. but they're very few and far in between to catch anymore. And and La Puente is kind of the same way. I think she went off the deep end and kind of, kind of, or opposite. It was, you know, they they were husband and wife, but I don't remember if the husband was with La Frontera or La Puente or whatever yeah. it was. But whatever it was, they they battled against each other, and then I think she ended up closing a lot down because I haven't seen a La Puente around for. A little while. It's so, kind of like the whole thing with um, Cafe Rio and fucking Costa Vida. Costa Vida. Vida. Like, I hate Costa Vida. It, or, it tastes nasty to me. I don't like I, I agree. Vida. Cafe Rio is so Cafe better. Rio. And the then that green Rio. sauce, that green ranch that they uh-huh. do, the does, doesn't taste anything like Cafe Rio's. No. Yeah. But the, the quality of the salad and the, or, and the quality of like the, the tomatoes and just everything at Cafe Rio tastes higher quality. Exactly. It tastes Even much better. Even down to as simple as their black beans or yeah. if you guys are pinto beans, they are better in the long run. Like it seems like Costa Vida was kind of, they were like, oh, we could do that too, but make it an ocean themed kind of place or yeah. whatever. and. And yeah. do everything. The it reminds same, me but... of something that like a surfer would go eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that I think, you know, yeah, I ten out of ten would go to Cafe Rio. Oh yeah, every definitely. day of the week, other than Costa. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and I love Cafe Rio salads. Like I don't ever get burritos when I've gone there. I've gotten one burrito once, but I love their salad. I'm a big Cafe Rio salad person. See, I'm straight burrito. I don't like the. Salads. I love the salads. Yeah, I get enchiladas. Oh, yeah. And it's their nachos are really good too. Yeah, yeah. I, I go to a lot of places, and there's one thing and one thing only that I eat when I get that I'm one thing, way. and I like I'm it. The same I, way. I'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, I can't say it about Buffalo Wild Wings because that's the one and only place that I'll switch it up. Because yeah. they have, I branch out with our wings too. I've, they have I've done a lot of dirty birds. Of yeah. Well, I mean, with wings, it's different because they because they have a lot of sauces that you want to try. Mm-hmm. They, it's like, oh, I want to do mild or I want to do. 
you know, spicy or I want to do honey or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's and then definitely mix, mix them together, you know, to do a dirty bird. My favorite one is the Parmesan garlic mixed with uh, mango habanero. Yeah. That, that, the mango habanero is usually my, if I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to branch out, but we actually went there one night after the haunted house. Um, it was the last night of the like October haunted house. And so we went there with a couple of people from castle and, we ended up getting those, uh, like the blazing challenge wings. We didn't do the challenge, yeah. but holy <sighs> hell, we ate like two of those a piece between three people because they gave us six of them. So we ate two a piece, and I'll tell you, you can't taste for like yeah. a week after that. We were, <laughs> I did the challenge. Yeah, that's um, I, fa- I failed it the first time by half a wing. And then the second time I did it, just barely in time. Yeah, that oh, shit, God. it's rough. It's tough. Did your butthole burn? Oh, hell yes. Yeah. It's... See, I can't do... Uh, I used to be able to eat spicy, and I love spicy. Me too. And, and I still eat it, but fucking my stomach does not. My Anymore. butthole does not like <laughs> spicy food. Anymore, I, or like, when I was a little bit younger, I could like drink Tabasco and it wouldn't phase me. Mm-hmm. Now I have too much spicy and i'm the same way my stomach is like you fucked up today like i know and then when it's coming out it's like you're sitting there and it's like Fuck, why does it hurt so much and then and you all realize you, all you want to do is like just throw water in your asshole and make it like stop burning <laughs> you just want to go lay in the snow like. yeah <laughs> i need a bidet squirt some of that up there exactly. <laughs> funny story about that we were uh in california and i had never seen one of those toilets before and didn't a know bidet? what it, yeah and I he's all drinking from it. I couldn't, I couldn't remember, or I can't remember what place it was, but we went in there and they had one and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I like hit it and, it, and I, oh man, I'll tell you what, that was the biggest scare moment of my life ever. Just like jump off burnt, the toilet. Yeah. I was gone. I was like, uh-uh, I, I think I, they're great. I'm sure you do. <laughs> it, it scared me. It was a startle. Like it was, you were startled. Yeah. It was definitely like, whoa, that startled him. Yeah, my butthole was just whoop, tightened right He was down. like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Coming up on uh, about an hour and 40 minutes. Goes by wow, fast. Already? Yeah. Holy cow. It's already 36.01. So. I'd like to come do this more often. Yeah. We'll definitely. Uh, I know you've got to get going soon. And I have to be up in Layton. Layton? What yeah. are you doing Layton? Uh, I have a friend that's up there that just wanted to get a little powwow together. A little powwow. I mean, I don't have to leave to like... My la- my. It, this is a friend from eight. my last job. <laughs> oh, no. So, she is like... I don't know. Everybody, everybody is on my side. I just got my unemployment approved from the state. Nice. They Ooh. called me... I know. <laughs> 288 a week. <laughs> I'm balling. <laughs> I probably would have gotten more if I had claimed unemployment, if I had been laid off from Towers Watson. I probably would have gotten more because I worked there longer. But being that I only worked for my last employer for um, seven months, I only qualify for 288. Mm. And funny thing <laughs> is, is the state called me Monday. And they were like, so, yeah, this is so-and-so. We're calling from the Department of Utah or Utah Department of Workforce Services. We're calling regarding your claim. Please give us a call back regarding some information that we received. 
I don't hear from you by this date, then you're gonna we're gonna have to file a claim um, with the information that we received. So I called him. And I was like, "What the fuck is this about?" So I called him, and he's like, "So we received some something from your former employer, and it's kind of lengthy. So I'm just gonna read it to you." And basically, it was, you know, why they let me go, and specifically for the whole releasing of the PHI and this and that and blah blah blah. So he was like, so I want to give you a chance to kind of rebuttal them and give me an explanation and we'll go from there. And he goes, so what happened? And I, so I basically told him the, what happened, what we talked about, um, everything like that. And I was like, and not only that, I have lawyers looking into this right now. So they're, they're, they're doing what they need to do to basically correct this situation. And he was like, he was like, so did they even give you like any kind of warning or like a second chance or anything like that? And I was like, nope, nope. All I was told is that we were being put on paid leave and that they pending the investigation and that they would, um, that they would call and let me know. And I was like, there was, I definitely, and I told the dude from the state, I was like, I definitely would have taken a write-up, or a, like a write-up for it. Yeah. You know, I definitely would have taken some kind of, you know, corrective action versus being fired. You know what I mean? I definitely would have been like, yeah, okay, I've, I've learned my lesson, I won't do it again, like, I won't even talk about it. But, and he was like, well, what was, what was the podcast about? And I told him. I was like, it's just basically getting to know the guest. What we what they do on a daily basis, you know, mm-hmm. their life. We talked about the relationship thing. We talked about, you know, school and what was this. And <clears throat> I was like, even though we did talk about work, but it wasn't really specifically, you know, what they were saying that we talked yeah. about. I was like, and I have plenty of people who I worked with who listened to it and told me that there was that they don't they don't understand. If everybody got fired because they were talking about what they do at work, there would be no jobs out there. Like, I don't oh, care exactly. what kind of privacy shit you sign. Exactly. What and he goes, and the go guy home. from the state was like, well, did you know about the policy? And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, but we didn't think that we were doing anything wrong. I was we like, because we... like in depth I was like, it. we didn't release any names. So we weren't thinking that we did anything wrong. We went yeah. into some, We went into doing something that was supposed to be fun. We didn't think we were doing anything wrong. And then next thing you know, we're in trouble for it. Yeah. I was like, so, yeah, I knew about the policy, but this was late at night. I was, it was my day off and she came after work. We didn't think that we were doing anything wrong. Yeah. Plain and simple. Some places are a little rough with that kind of stuff, I think. So, so on Wednesday, I finally, I, I logged in and I got my, um, I got, what do they call that? Um. I got an email from them and it was like, oh, you have a new email. And I, I clicked into it. And it was like the determination of your claim has been sent to you. And I clicked into it and it was like, based on the information that you provided to our department, we feel like you were not at fault for your release from the your state work. said that to you. Yep. And they were well, like, so they were like, so... You're eligible to file under, you know, section 30-A, whatever the fuck it is for unemployment. And then they were like, um, starting this date and your, your former employer has also been sent a letter for our determination. So, of our determination. 
So because once I would once I talked to the guy from the state, he was like, "Well, I'm going to give your former employer a call probably today or tomorrow, and give them a chance to explain themselves." So even though a lot of people think that you may get fired or whatever, like, because I was reading on the thing where it was like, you can't be fired. It has to be at no fault of your own. Right. And so I was like, fuck, like, that's definitely, they're going to probably try to send the state information and make it look like it was my fault. Yep. So, and that's definitely what they did. So even though that... The state will try to, I guess they give you, I've never filed for unemployment before. I've, I didn't, I mean, and that's what I told the dude. I was like, I don't know how this works. Like, how do I even file a weekly thing? Like, what do I do? Like, I mean, you need to tell me this stuff because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had to do this before. Most, yep. I've never been let go from a job before. I've always had another job lined up if I was leaving another job. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's, it's definitely been a setback. And so I guess they determined that it wasn't my fault based on what I told them. Well, it wasn't. You were just talking about your day. What else are you supposed to do? Yeah, I went to work, went home. <laughs> well, what'd you do at work? Can't I say. Exactly. Okay. I mean, now I could understand if I was working for the fucking Pentagon or if the Capitol. Even this place up here <laughs> the on CIA, the CIA. Like... Like over, by, <laughs> over by Lehigh, whatever that... Oh, uh, the new NSA? spy building? Yeah, yeah. NSA data center? I understand, like, that kind of stuff you can't talk about, obviously, because... It's government. It's yeah. it's all top secret. It's <laughs> privacy, like... But you were working at a fucking call center or something, <laughs> so, like, what, what's the deal? I wasn't exactly. giving out people... That, exactly. Like, Maria... Whatever last name is, social security number, da 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 called in what, today, and... And that's what... Exactly, and that's what my mom was saying. She was like... She was like, I don't understand it. She was like, how? She was like, how can you release PHI if you didn't give any names? I yeah. could see if you gave gave names like, oh, so Susie Q from you know Twenty Eighth Street called and this and this and, and that. She was and, being a bitch to me and. You know. But the diagnosis is that we talked about. You know how many calls a day we got regarding oh, yeah. that from the from many many different people. So. Yeah, it's 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 a big mess. So I'm handling that. Well, that's good. I'm handling that the best way I know how, and yeah. So well, it's all we'll matters. just leave it at that. It's <laughs> probably a good idea. <laughs> I won't go into too much detail because it's it's yeah, an ongoing cool. is, issue. So you know, I mean, it's just it, it'll be handled. Yeah. <laughs> all it's supposed to be is handled i mean and and it's just yeah i've and my lawyers my my lawyers have already known that you know i've filed complaints with the utah labor board and with the eeoc as well yeah so they they that's know good. i'm serious that's and good. now they're taking it serious because i mean that's how lawyers are i guess yeah <laughs> that's what they get paid to do oh yeah Oh yeah, and good thing is though. I mean, I'm, I'm basically just gonna sit back and let them do what they need to do. Yeah, it's all I can do, really. Yeah, just wait for. Meanwhile, it. I'm got. <laughs> you know, I actually went to a job interview this week, and it was for a car wash, Mister Car Wash. I love that place. That's where I could take Which my one? car to get washed. Cottonwood, Cottonwood okay. Heights. Doing what? Washing just cars. Being, just being a CSA. <laughs> customer service advisor or something like that customer specialist advisor or something like that 
But basically, it's uh, the one in Cottonwood Heights is full service. Oh, okay. So full service. Mm-hmm. Is that why? They, is that why you applied? Like very full <laughs> service. <laughs> like the wax and chrome kind of. Service. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> polishing the knobs. Yeah. <laughs> I made the joke before I could. <laughs> I don't know. The managers I interviewed with were pretty fine, so I was like, you know what? Can I just have the job? Like, just give me the job now, and we can talk later. <laughs> Can we have the interview in the back room with the lights off? (laughs) (laughs) But no, um, I actually got a call today. And basically, I'm overqualified. And it's not, it wasn't a cultural difference. Overqualified. It was, he was like, you, he was like, you're very, very qualified. Well, I'll go work there. How much they pay? (laughs) I'm not overqualified. I promise you that much. dumb as a box of rocks but they put me in there i'll go work <laughs> go go up there tell them i sent you maybe they'll hire me again <laughs> but no he basically was like yeah he was like so this is the deal like you are very very qualified he was like but a lot of it you. a lot of it has to do with um the social 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 uh social quality or interaction or whatever they think it would be a shock to the other employees that's sad because you know i just don't give a fuck like and that's what i told them that they were like what what what's a good quality you like in your fellow employees and i was like uh, hard-working honest people pain in the ass fucking knowing how to do their job <laughs> i was like there's been plenty of times in my past jobs where i've had to fucking i didn't say fucking but uh, i was I like where have. i've where i've had to tell people basically how to do their job. I was like I, I I was like I don't like working with people that don't look at something in full detail when it's sitting right in front of them and they can fix an issue or they can handle an issue. I get you. You know what I mean? I know that working from construction there's a lot of there's people that it's right in front of them. You could write it in a fucking handbook for them and they could read it 40 times and still not know what to do like Where's a half an inch on this tape measure? Like you could write half an inch on their form, and they still wouldn't be able to find it. <laughs> See, and and that's just like like me, like like that's how I, that's how I am with a lot of my jobs. I know what I know. I I take the time to learn the job in depth and in a lot of detail. I mean, even when I was working with you, Corbin. Um, I mean, not with you, but you know, when I was working in below me. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> no, not even below you. You are not my boss. <laughs> this isn't, this, we're not talking about above and below right Beside now. you. <laughs> but um, even then, I was just, I mean, I had to send coachings out to people all the time. Because, you know, we had the capability of listening to phone calls. And it was just like, why the hell would you tell this person this? Or why the hell didn't you do this? Or why the hell didn't you do that? Or blah, blah, blah. Like, you, I mean it was legit like that like i had to sit there and coach people about shit that they did that sometimes they would and i didn't have to do it a whole lot because a lot of the agents know what they're doing a lot of the like good agents know what they're doing it was like the one-off situations where yeah they told them something wrong and it caused them to have an issue on their account and now i had to be the one to fix that issue of course so I, that, and that's basically what I told the car wash people. I was like, I don't, I don't, 
I don't like that. I don't like the lack of knowledge that people have. Like, if you're going to do a job, you should probably know your job and do it well. Yeah. You know, I mean, because because then that puts more work on everybody else. I just feel like Car Wash, they have a lot of young people there that... Um... Maybe I'm too old. I'm just not at that age group where I can sue for discrimination of being old. <laughs> I'd be 40. <laughs> I mean... Is it 40? Oh, we talked about this when I worked mm-hmm. at... Um, Towers Watson. Wait, that's a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, age 40 and above is a protected age group. So um, you you can't make like jokes with their age, things like that, when they're above 40, or else uh, they can get you for age discrimination. Wow, that's... Oh, yeah. Which is a pretty loose term. Like, people have filed for age discrimination before for requiring that someone understands how a computer works, and I'm pretty sure that one's failed most of the time, but not all the time. It... It's very loose and it's really stupid. That if you can't do the job, you can't weird. do the job. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you can't do it, then you can't do it. Well, that's I've never even heard of that. I didn't even know that was a real thing. Exactly. Mm. Well, damn, I've told old people they suck at using technology before and they probably shouldn't do it. So, <laughs> oh, they do. <clears throat> I've had to teach my mom a lot. Like, she actually knows how to FaceTime now and. <laughs> Before she did it, I mean, I've had to help her set up her iPhone. I yeah, mean, I had to help my mom set up her Alexa, and it was, she's like, so tell me how to do this again? I'm like, good hell, mom. Okay, one more time. <laughs> one more fucking time. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like that. That she Alexa heard you. bitch was talking she heard to you. <laughs> Alexa. They're listening. Are you listening to us? I start listening when I hear the wake word. The wake <laughs> word. <laughs> That's bullshit. You listen all the time. <laughs> it's probably going to that spy building that it was is. built over there. It's, yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to like somehow make an Alexa that was like age appropriate, I guess. So you could be like, fuck off Alexa. And she's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> One that just swears at Every time, time I say that to Siri, well, that's not very nice. Yeah. It's all. <laughs> Siri. Remember when you remember like what was that like a year or two years ago when people would ask Alexa if she worked for the CIA and she would shut off? Yeah. <laughs> now she just says no. I work for Amazon. Siri used to tell you how to hide bodies. I know they got that one taken off too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Siri, not Alexa. Thank you, Siri. Siri. And Siri also, um, I I would ask Siri if he worked for the. Uh, NSA and it, and all his responses. Who me? <laughs> That's oh, all yeah. it says every time. All who, the information. <laughs> You're sitting there texting, looking at your phone, and they can see your face. So just remember that. <laughs> I'm gonna just start making funny faces now. Me too. I'm gonna start texting right down by my penis. So <laughs> that's all they can see. <laughs> Most of the times, though, I I don't really look at my phone a whole lot like this is how i text i don't know how i text the only time i cover it up like this is if i'm talking like inappropriately and i don't want anybody else to see what i'm typing or if you're trying to like sneakily take a picture of someone you're like i'm just texting <laughs> yeah i do that i do that time. a lot with man and then your freaking flash comes on you're like you going to full or, like or it's not on silent mode so it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it's all hella loud. Yeah, and you're just like, well, uh, fuck. There, there was one time. Um, and then you make it look like you were taking a selfie. Yeah. I, that was my next story. I was trying to video. There was this girl the other day walking 
down the street and she had like devil horns on and a sign on her back. I couldn't remember what the sign said or read it or whatever, but I like went to take a video of her and my flash comes on and I'm like, so anyway, like turn the phone back to myself and she's all <laughs> giving me this dirty look and I was like, my bad. I was just trying to capture your moment. And if you were devil horns and a sign, you're asking for pictures. You are. And it, she was with this guy that had like a choke collar on and like, you could definitely tell that they were into some into some stuff, and yeah. you were just like, I wanted to get a video because I I was like, shit, you see in Utah, I'm like, welcome to the Mormon state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> welcome to 2019. It's welcome about to... to get worse. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't see I don't see us getting any better as a society. I feel like I, we're I feel get like worse. we're. I feel like we're going to be the cause of our own demise. I feel like everybody's just going to off themselves. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like that's what's going to come down to is the kids that right now are 15, 16 years old are going to get up to like right around all of our age and we're just going to, everything's going to turn off and you know, everything's going to go to shit, I think. Yeah, but that's definitely. just me. But people have also been saying that since like the sixties. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It, what happens is people mature. Everybody. The problem is that the immature people have a voice because of the internet. But you now see all these people that come in that you're like, oh, maybe they'll mature. Because even me, because I'm Generation X, right? When when are the generation? You're millennial. You're a millennial. It depends. Millennials is seen... anywhere from 1985 to nine to 2000. What was it, 2005 or 2004 or something like that? Oh, wait, that? Gen X is the new one. Gen X is the older generation. No, yeah. Gen, Gen X is... People uh, in their 40s. Gen X is your parents. Oh, yeah. And then you're millennial. No, well, and my Gen, mom Gen is, a, is a boomer. Yeah. My mom's a same, little bit same, older. Same as mine. My dad is like the end of boomer. My mom is like... Yeah. See, my mom was the, the, born borderline in boomer. 59? Mm-hmm. 59? No. Yeah. She just my turned mom 60. My mom is 50-something. Yeah, my mom just turned 60 this year in January. So, what, at 59, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, because my grandma's 39, my mom's 59, and my sister's 79. Your sister is 79? Mm-hmm. You have a 79-year-old sister? No, 1979. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about years. Yeah. <laughs> How I how would my age. grandma be thirty nine? My mom be fifty nine, and then like, <laughs> no, my sister just turned I was forty. Painted, this I had a blonde year. moment there. <laughs> oh god, now I'm gonna get sued by all the blondes. Oh shit! <laughs> For making a blonde joke, they're gonna get offended. <laughs> a February 2018 survey of 1,300 millennials found that 66 percent of American millennials did not know what Auschwitz was. claimed that 2 million or less Jews were killed during the Holocaust. And 22% said they didn't even know what the Holocaust was. Um, They didn't know what what was? The Holocaust. No, the other one. Auschwitz. Say that again. You know what it is, right? I know what Auschwitz is. Oh, I say it like an American. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, Gen Z is the new... Yeah, Gen Z is like the snap generation. I know what Auschwitz is. I know what the Holocaust was. Have you ever been to Auschwitz? I have not. I heard it is I heard... very eerie, though. I mm-hmm. heard it. You like walk in and you just like complete silence. Yeah, some places, some places, some, my, I had a teacher in high school that went once. And I don't know if it was just the time of the year that she went or what it was, but she said 
it was crazy because where they were at, it was all sunny and gloom. Oh, thank it was God. all I'm sunny and it was all sunny and, and blue skies. And then when they started getting closer to Auschwitz, it just got kind of dark and gloomy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she just said that the the feeling there was it was like so heavy and thick. Yeah, I heard it is very. I heard most people can't stay there for more than like three hours before they're like, I need to get the hell out of here. Like, I had a friend. That, I'd be like, I want to see the gas chambers. You'd be that fucked up person. You walk in and the first thing is, let me go in there. I'd be like, I want to see that picture. I want to take a picture of that wall where it shows the person's like body like, like got burnt up there. I would be that fucked up. I just looked into it and I'm still a millennial, so we're okay. I'm not in Gen Z, so as long as I'm not Gen Z, I'm happy with it because Gen Z is where all the Tide Pod eaters come in to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Tide Sticks that they try to smoke as pens and shit. Tide Pod eating. Apparently, Millennials is like 81 to 96, and that's when I was born was 96, so. Mm. So that's good. Yeah, the Gen Z is who I'm really worried about because, like, like Corbin was saying, that you have people that they're worried about them, but then they mature. I have some sort of weird feeling that most of Gen Z, like, probably 2015 and up, we're kind of screwed. I don't like. I don't feel like kids that are four years younger than me. Most of them are not going to grow up just because I do have social media and Mm -hmm. things like TikTok and Instagram. And you see all the people on there that are, you know, 15 years old, looking like they're 18, dressing like they're 32, Mm -hmm. trying to still be gangster type kids. And that shit makes me mad. Yeah. I think one thing I feel really really bad about for this generation is that if you think about all this, every stupid thought you've ever had, every stupid idea you've ever had, everything stupid you've ever done when you were growing up, no one had ever had a record of it. But now this generation is growing up on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and everything. And anything stupid they've ever thought, they now have a record of on the internet. Yeah. Like, I look back at some of my my Facebook posts when I was younger, and like, not even that young, like high school. And I'm like, wow, I was stupid. I just said some really idiotic things. Well, and then you you hear stories that even your parents and your grandparents tell of shit that they used to do that now if you did it, you would land prison time. And you're like, how did you do that? And they're like, nobody gave a fuck. Yeah. Everybody was just having fun then. Like my stepdad used to take cars, like old beat up cars, cut the hoods and roofs off of them and push them off of mountains as they were in them. They'd push them off mountains and jump out before it went off the mountains because it was fun. And you do stuff like that now and it's it's asinine. It's I don't I don't know what the word is. We got a rock star over here. Um Letting his mohawk flow. But there's just so many things, like you said. I mean, I didn't graduate high school that long ago, but I still graduated in in a small town where we did a lot of stupid shit. Like, mm-hmm. we had a water balloon fight for our last day of school in a like a full auditorium of people. Like, all the seniors, were, we were spread out through the auditorium, and there was people that snuck their way up to the catwalk. And Well, I mean, we when just, you come from a small town, there's really nothing else you can do. There's nothing. And sure. so you... You know, all the stupid stories that I probably will never tell my kids that I did just because I don't want them getting ideas. But even from when I'd graduated and been in high school, shit like that could get you in a lot of trouble now. Right. And that was 
five years ago. Yeah. Well, and, and in this generation now, as you're doing that stupid shit, you're putting it online. You're putting it online. And most of the time people are probably high when they're doing it. And mm-hmm. that we did that shit sober. We didn't have to be high to do it. You know, well, sober, <laughs> <laughs> alcohol was always involved, but I mean, it, yeah, it's good. It's getting weird out here and. That's going back to the, the gun that thing. We live in now. Yeah, it's well, and going back to the gun in. thing. That's why I like to carry guns because I don't like to go downtown Salt Lake because I don't feel safe down there. Like, there's so many. Oh, there's areas I won't even go. Yeah, there's. Like, I still will make sure my doors are locked and windows are rolled up when I go downtown, like past the, the block. Like I went to go pick up my friend Josh one day, and he was staying in Rose Park, and I definitely was like. You know what? Um, I probably shouldn't be down here. It's late. Rose, it's Rose dark. Park is sketch. <laughs> I was like, you need to hurry up. I'm out here in the dark. It's it's ghetto over here. Like you need to you need to hurry. We and live in a get calm state. Like our state isn't even as bad as you go to like Detroit and. Well, I mean, and and that's what I that's what we kind of touched base on this on the last episode with uh, Lissette. With Del like, Ghetto. <laughs> with Del Ghetto. <laughs> Um, no, we talked about that a little bit. Like, even though this is Utah, a lot of people don't think that we have ghettos and shit. We do. Like, there are bad areas here but our, in this our state. Our ghettos in Utah are, like, rich neighborhoods in, like, Detroit and, and you know, different places that have, like, yeah. like legit ghettos. You get into, like, the bad parts of L.A. Compared Compton. to... You get into Compton. Compton compared to even Rose Park is... That's a ghetto. Rose Park is a rich neighborhood compared to like Compton. But it's ghetto to us. But it's ghetto to us. Yeah. You know, Especially someone that was born and raised ghetto. in Utah. You know, it's it's our ghetto. It's our crime does happen there. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, there was a there was a point, I think my dad was telling me there was a point where South Salt Lake, I think it was, was one of the murder capitals of the country. And it, yeah, I, I remember and my when dad that was, was going on. Yeah, my dad was telling me that there was a time where like, he'd be driving down the road in South Salt Lake and there'd be bums laying on the road and you didn't know if they were dead or alive. Because people, yeah. there was a time where people were killing bums down there. Yep. Well, my buddy, um, he does construction for a living too. And lately he's been going to Oakland for work. And he's like, that is like, he's not, He's he used to run with like, some pretty hardcore people, but Utah hardcore people. He's like, I watch my back in Oakland. That's a place that you go to walk out of the hotel at 10 o'clock at night. And they're like, I wouldn't like possibly not walk down the street. (laughs) You being here and being white plus having tattoos. They're like, they could take that in a very wrong way. And they're like, we've, we've had people stay in our hotel that have walked out of the front door and immediately got shot because they were, were wearing a red shirt or they were wearing a blue shirt or their tattoo meant something to them that wasn't gang related, but this gang thought it was and shot them right out the front door and get away with it. Dog, your toenails are loud. I know you need to cut those things, Corbin, cut those talons. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to El Salvador for work. Oh God. That's going to be scary. May. Yeah. What do you do for work? Uh, Nothing special. <laughs> I'm in software. Right. Wait, why are you going to El Salvador? Like for fun, or is it actually for work? It's for work. We have a um, office of consultants down there. Is it one of those like software where you 
like get paid for your travel time too. You're pretty much on the clock twenty four seven. I mean, it's salary, so. Oh, okay. I'm always on the clock. Yeah, because my salaried. So when when he works overtime, he don't get overtime pay. He don't get that damn overtime. <laughs> my, my he's buddy. basically working for free when he's not working yeah. a schedule. Yeah. <laughs> my my buddy's brother, he does software stuff for. I think it's Dell or something, but whatever it is, he makes really good money and travels a lot, and he. But he's hourly, so they pay him while he's flying there, while he's sleeping, right. everything. So yeah, he that's makes nice. they they make a joke with him that he makes nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents an hour. So <laughs> and he I mean, he just bought his own house, like pretty much cash, bought his own house and he had single pane windows in there and wanted double pane or triple pane throughout the whole house and so they came in and did everything in the house and he paid him cash that day and so and that was like that's twelve crazy. grand worth and he's just like here you go. Yeah. Like, but he, he's gone to like Australia for work and for, for like two weeks, you know, and he's paid 24 seven while he's down there, whether he's eating lunch, sleeping or playing in a lake somewhere, you know, right. he, he gets paid for that. And it's, that's crazy. And I've actually lately been thinking about going to school to do software stuff and get into the computer programs and all that kind of stuff. So that's that might be my next step if I can't get my business going. I actually have you ever heard of Omniture? No. I think that's no. software. I've never heard of um, it. I had a friend that that worked there. He was one of the higher ups for Omniture. Omniture. And I worked with Overstock and that was like marketing business. Is that what it is? Okay. Uh marketing. Adobe. Adobe bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they? Huh. That should be a good business then if Adobe bought them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they That's were... That's all you see anymore. Open with Adobe. Mm, Adobe. And then they're like, you have to download the app for Adobe and it takes fucking 17 You have to days. download the Flash Player. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Flash Player 2.0. Well, I think uh, we're going to wrap things up here. I need to get up to Leighton soon. Yeah, I got to go to the haunted house tonight. So we have a paranormal investigation going on tonight. At a haunted house? It was Has at, somebody it, died there? It was, a, it was recently a club that there was actually a drug cartel that ran through it. So they're going to go. And do that. Do that. So I got to go do security for that tonight. Well, good luck with that. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add and... I don't think so. Thanks for letting me come and chit chat with you guys for a while. And yeah, I'd like definitely. to come back. So let definitely, me know. definitely come back. Anything from you, Corbin? Nothing here. All right. Well, I guess uh, we will end here, and uh, we'll be back next week. 